Recorded live. Thank you, Keith. And uh, the audio had me going, so. Okay, quickly, I'm just going to do a um, welcome to freedom from covert harassment and surveillance. And uh, I'm going to do a little quick. Um, oh, of course, it's refreshed. Uh, anyways, um, wait, the guest speaker is Dr. John Hall tonight. And I just mentioned some announcements with our support group meetings. And uh, so. Let's see. Uh, I just wonder if Dr. Hall is here yet. No, Dr. Hall, can you like start eight? You're here yet? Yeah, um, my friend Ben. Um, I'm sure I'm there. Oh. Okay, I thought when I came here, like everywhere else, everybody's on me. Okay, any comments or suggestions? For Dr. Hall gets here. Oh, here's one. Hi, guys. And also, if you guys want to um, a conference call, um, Listed, make sure you get a hold of the editor or someone on the board to get that into the uh, freedom of the in Portland, Oregon, we're uh, talking about um, how good Adventist hospitals are up there. And um, we were reading out a Bible, and there's something that we read. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it's a passage that uh, she said it's carved in the wood, and it's just so beautiful. It's a Bible passage. So she thinks a lot of God's going to so, Al, you were starting to say about something today. Um, you were talking about, oh, yeah, we were talking about Jam Rotario. Hi, Vermont. Yeah. What, um, where, where would you suggest to go? They're going to look at Levi's, and then yeah, I could have somebody build one of those, to be honest with you, if I could to play with the um because I think what they I think what they have if I'm not sure is they have different colored uh discs. I'm not discs, uh crystals. Don't they use crystals? Sometimes it would like organite or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I but I'm I'm just guessing. I just remember when I was a kid because I remember when I was in the Keys when I lived in the Keys, they used to use, uh, they used to listen to all the different, um, the you know, U.S. Coast Guard, Customs, DEA, and all that stuff because they were, you know, they were waiting for chases to, to happen. So I think they used to use crystals in there. We used to listen to all of that <clears throat> all night long. Um, but I think that's what they use. So I could definitely have somebody look into it and build something heavy duty. But I don't, you know, know... Um, it's like you know that you know the you know the tox you know those those foot baths that you use to clear clean the toxins out of your system. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They only go up to a certain amp. I'm having one built right now as we speak in the other room. It's going to be twice as powerful. So I ordered the metal the things those rub those black rubber things that fit into the tub, but the actual um, um, unit you know the trans that that trans Prefers the electricity into there or whatever the ions in there. I'm having it twice as strong as anything on the market. 
and I'm going to wait and talk to Dr. Staninger and ask her how to do the apple. I mean, I got the right stall, about 10 pounds of it, but I'm going to wait and see her, you know, because she's a toxin specialist, and um, and see what she thinks as far as the actual application. You know, quit smoking, and then maybe there's a specific diet and herbs, but um, uh, to go with that as far. But I want to get checked and make sure I got polymers in me or whatever. Anyway, you know, you know what I'm saying. I don't know anything about it. You can tell, and especially with the jammer thing, I don't know anything. But I'd really like to get something super duty. You know, you learn what what I'm doing. You know. Yeah. Well, Dwight's on the phone. Dwight, can you give us an update? Have you decided what you're going to do now with all your testing results? Are you just logged in here? I see. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm uh, kind of cruising until uh, probably right after Christmas, but I, I guess I'm going full scale at it. Uh, I mean, I have more evidence than they can be denied. <laughs> yeah, I, I have more evidence than can be denied. I mean, my my audio, uh, I know who my perps are, and I know what was going on uh, in the little town that I was in. And I have another plus. Uh, the town was full of corruption. You know, all the all the... Officials in the town were arrested between 2008 and 2013, including the sheriff, wow. uh, who, who who probably got me into this mess because he was friends with my perps, and uh, he liked uh, doing favors for his friends. So uh, I, I'm... <sighs> It's, it's kind of complicated in my case, but uh, so are you going to go? You got, I, I'm you going. Have... I'm going to the root of the problem, and whoever yeah. above, uh, whoever above that, above my perps, the perps are going to have to give them up, or either take the full blunt of the uh, of the charges. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Holliday says, I I'm I might be after eight thirty. I'm hauling my butt home. Okay, good. But anyway, uh, All right, uh are you on a cruise? Lawyer... Is, that what I, is that what I heard, Dwight? You're on a cruise? <laughs> no, I said I'm just cruising until after Christmas. Oh, okay. I I'm just laid back until after Christmas. I'm I'm well, doing I'm a little gonna... bit of uh <laughs> I'm doing a little bit of research and all. I went and saw Michael Bell today. Uh we had lunch. At our usual meeting spot, uh, <laughs> and uh, of course he he, uh, he he's hooked on the earthing device. He's been earthing, and he says he can really tell the difference. So he bought two more, uh, uh, and and the travel device. Uh, I've started back making them uh yesterday i went and got all the supplies and i said well i'm gonna do something so i've started back making them i've got uh i'm gonna try to make edward cologne one in new york um oh yeah uh, i i told him i I would send him one uh and, and i've got a person up in massachusetts i believe that uh 
012. I kind of fell out after I got my doctor's appointment. She sent me a check, and I never cashed it. And uh, I, I don't know. I, th- I think they put me in a procrastination phase. Uh, <laughs> Unlike I've the got, plane ticket that I rid- sent you, and you never uh, returned the money to me. Uh-oh. Kathleen, I Could told be- you, when you sent that ticket, you should have informed me that you sent I a ticket. I totally informed you. I've got the emails to prove it, Dwight. Don't even try it. I don't want to hear it. You're, you're crazy. Don't even, you okay, guys, that, uh, hold on. You got to work this out yourselves, not over my call. Okay, I know, but Shelly, yeah, you brought keep, this up last week. Keep your dirty week. laundry off the air. You brought this up last week, and I never got to get in there because he was so busy I taking Levi, over. I, I just Levi want people to know, and I've got the proof. You- oh, no, we're not starting to call off that way. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, is this Central California? I hope this isn't the same woman. Hello? Thanks, Shelly. This is Linda. Um, Hi, Linda. Dwight, I sure want a earthing device. I will not get on a call and yell at you. I really <laughs> do want one, though. I, I, I've tried everything. I know how to wrap those little wires around, and I'm just not making it. I would very much like. I'll send you a, an email or a message on um, on uh, Facebook and give me the address, and I will send you the check. Yeah, I've never heard any bad uh, um, feedback yeah. for your sending uh, product out, Dwight. Dwight so. is very reliable. Yeah. In my opinion. Are you there, Dwight? Dwight? He's muted. Oh, where is he at? Darn it. He's right he Damon Sound right under all the guests. Well, he's on Damon Sound up here, too. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I am the moderator. I'll try to be the moderator here. Uh, been the, you know, challenger. You're doing on. just fine. Okay, here we go. Here's uh, here's somebody else. Okay, all right. So sorry about that. And uh, okay, let's see what's going on. Hey, I, I just want to say I don't like arguing with anybody, and I don't I don't want to get into no more controversies, but everybody makes mistakes, and sometimes you have to just own up to your mistakes. And uh, I knew about a ticket about two hours, uh, one hour before the plane was supposed to leave. So there was no way I could travel an hour and a half to catch a plane that was leaving in an hour. But anyway, everybody makes mistakes. It was one of those that... uh, uh, was well, communication, it was a communication problem, and, and let's just drop it. I don't want to yeah, talk yeah, anymore yeah. about it. It's in the past. Right. Yes. So yeah. what about, do you know about jamming devices? And, and Al, you want to start eight uh, so I can see you? Uh, jamming devices don't work too good. I bought one of the best, and it, it upset them. I could tell in my audio forensics that it upset them. They didn't like it, but it didn't stop anything. Um, cause that's, so they're not on the normal frequencies. Well, the, the, uh, John's talking about, Dr. Hall talks about, you know, bigger ones or something. Um, well, the, about the jammers are set for certain frequencies. They're set for the European phones, the American ELF, phones, ELF, GPS, yeah. and so forth, but they weren't on these frequencies. 
Oh, um, someone's asking you to post the jamming device that you use, right? Um, You're at your computer. I, I would have to look it up and everything. It was uh, it covered GPS, all phones, and Wi-Fi. So if you're covering everything, uh, you know, it had the European frequencies, the U.S. frequencies, the GPS frequencies, and the Wi-Fi frequencies. And that's all they covered uh, because evidently uh, they think, uh, I guess that's what you're expected to jam. But uh, from my evaluation, they weren't on these circuits or it would have knocked them out completely. And uh, Uh, during during my testing, I could still hear the B2K. I recorded it, put it in my forensic, played it back, and, yeah, they made some uh, comments that they didn't like it or or he's using his his jammer again, but it didn't stop the B2K. It didn't stop anything. Uh So, Florida, do you have a question? Florida? Oh, no. I um, Actually, I had uh, Mark, who's in Texas, called me one day, and he wanted to get the email address for Dwight. I think that's the voice that I hear. And I just really wanted to get Dwight's email address or contact information so I could refer it to someone else, if that's okay with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been sending out pages from my book and my defense to anybody that wants them, and that's Dwight, D-W-I-G-H-T, mm-hmm. dot Mangum, M-A-N-G-U-M, at A-T-T dot net. Okay. And, and Thank also, you so much. I'm about halfway through finishing uh, a presentation for making your own grounding device, and I'm, I'm about halfway through with the video process also. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, why are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I go to mute if nobody's talking. This is Ron Martin from Vancouver. You sent me some info by email, and I made yes. this uh, grounding pad. I did, and I used um um not I used uh, say that again. I don't think. Aluminum screen I used, and I followed the instructions, and I didn't have the feeling it does a lot. But maybe I should reinforce it with uh, aluminum strips so it got better contact. And maybe I take the wire and I strip it down more so it has more contact. I'll try that. Uh, okay, uh, I talked to Michael Bell about this today. When you make your earthing device, you don't have to have a large contact pad. The contact pad and my examples are good enough because the skin is very conductive and electrons move at the speed of light. Oh, so maybe the minute I had, I had socks on, maybe I should take your socks off. Okay, first you, you have to get the receptacle tester 
and test your receptacle to make sure it is properly grounded. Okay, we tap. And let me tell you something. This is not an instantaneous fix. You don't put this on and say, well, I don't feel anything, and I, I still hear the V2K. You have okay. to wear it. You have to reduce and balance the free radicals in your body, and yeah. it can take months. And it's not going to stop the V2K, but it will reduce it down to a tolerable level, and it'll okay. definitely stop the other attacks. Okay, okay, Dwight. Um, every night they drill my my back molars. They drill into the old amalgam fillings, those silver fillings. They drill them all out, and um, they have ruined like two molars. They are down to the gum line. They are going below the dumb gum line in the roots now. It's really pretty horrible. Um, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. happening to me too. I'm a little. That's happening in. to I'm me too. It's terrible. The from the amalgam, I'm breathing that 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 mercury. I'm breathing that in. I wake up at night and I'm coughing, 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 and I have a horrible taste in my mouth. And I that no, may no, not no. be because of the mercury vapors, but they, they do do something in the air that can make you cough, some kind of invisible something. It may not be due to the mercury. Don't get panicked about that. No, no. Because you can talk to you. I see the, the sharp cuttings because my, my fillings, they were really old and black, and now they are silver bright and really shiny, and they have really sharp edges. And, well, what, oh, they're, what yeah. they're doing to people now is you've got to understand this is resonance and it, it, it resonates. They resonate your body when they hit you with this stuff and it will yeah. knock the fillings out of your teeth. It will, it, no, no. it will crack your teeth. It will destroy your teeth. No, it's not knocked out. They, they literally, they cut them. They cut them. So I know you can, you can um, um, smash um, gall stones and from gallbladder stones, you can smash them with frequencies. So probably you can drill teeth with frequencies too. I don't know. But oh yeah, uh, resonance. Uh, when they get your body set in a higher resonance frequency than your body is in, this resonance can do very a lot of damage. And and again, ultrasonics and sonic weapons also resonate and they will cause you to throw up uh empty your bowels uh bladder they okay control- um, right, i'm going to open up a couple lines here um florida do you have a question or Eric? I cer- yeah i certainly do hey dwight this is beth um my question is um let me take it off the speaker uh, my question is basically um the V2K runs through um, 50 to 60 hertz, and it's going through, the reason we can hear is it's going through the motors, Uh, 50 hertz European, 60 hertz uh, American, or United States, whatever you want to call it. And when that happens, you've got the uh, pulsating that goes on after that. Your device, does that actually minimize the hertz? and bring it back down to what our actual brains are supposed to be, uh, which is 0 to 30 hertz. Is that what that device is doing when it's grounded? No. If, if, if you – here's what I want you to understand. You have to understand induction. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are in your home. You are surrounded by wires and 60 hertz right. electricity. Right. 
Exactly. They can. They are now using power lines to inject other things, such as wideband uh, networking. They have right. now you, wide, right. wideband, wideband, and all that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, wideband over power lines. Uh, you can look that up. That's now what well, they, that's, they have. They can also right. exactly. they can also piggyback other frequencies on your sixty hertz. So in your home. You're in the environment they want you in. If they want to use your home electricity, you have to realize your home is now saturated in an EMF field. Right. You, as you as an inductor, because now you have all these free radicals in your body like tiny magnets, you now have a magnetic attraction inside this EMF field. They can right. induce these signals on you just by you being in your home. What you're doing right. with the earthing device is you're grounding yourself, your body, from being induced by these signals. You're draining these signals off. You're also pulling in free electrons from the earth because the earth is full of free electrons to rebuild or repair the free radicals or balance the free radicals in your body. Now you are less susceptible to these attacks Right, which all, which also probably brings it down the frequency down also within your own body. Sure, sure, you're grounding yourself, you're earthing yourself to a seven point eight three Schumann's resonance. Right, which probably also brings the hertz down. It brings it down to normal it does. zero to thirty. Okay, it does. Your nor okay. your normal living environment. Uh, God intended us to be one with the earth. Uh, we okay, walk we have barefoot. To get out. We walked, ball, we walked barefoot on the ground. We slept on the ground. Now we don't do that. We have a buildup of free ra right. uh, radicals, which are right. nothing more than tiny magnets now all over your body. And when they use EPR, they flip these little magnets in your body so they can see you. They look for the action, the results of the pulse of microwave. So now you are a target, visible target. So what do you want to do? You want to ground yourself um, and make make yourself a non-target. It's like uh, Tom Lee says in his videos as he's using his uh, uh, audio spec uh, spectrometer to uh, um, find the signal. He says when you want to lose the signal, he takes his little ant uh, wire antenna and he shorts it to ground. Muted me. Okay, uh, yeah, and and we have V2K figured out. It's it's definitely that's that's how it's going. Um, so I'm gonna write something up and I'm gonna send it to you. Um, and I've also talked to Neil, and I believe that what we can do is actually with the shielding we can add some things to it and we can actually block um, for V2K. I believe yeah, we're yeah. there. With, yeah, we're shield, there. shielding. Yes, shielding and blocking is great, but you got to realize that frequency is like water to a boat. If you have a little hole, a little crack, frequency is going to get in. The best thing I recommend, I don't use shielding anymore because once I started grounding myself or earthing myself and I used the uh, neodymium magnet in sessions around my body, this all occurred at about the same time. It took about nine months for the earthing to really be felt 
And by the way, this was going to boot. This this will boost your health dramatically. And when I say dramatically, you will not believe it. Your immune system will go skyrocketing because you're repairing these free radicals in your body. You're right, getting rid exactly. of these tiny magnets. I have not caught a cold or been sick in in the five years that I've been doing this. That's terrific. How did you make up? Remember, um, we were talking. You were actually working on. Um, putting a, putting a motor going backwards, and I think you were doing it with a fan. Did you ever finish doing that? No, no. I, I, I used the little motor circuits recommended by John Mecca in the beginning of my attacks, and those are the little DC, one-and-a-half-volt DC motors you can buy at Radio Shack. You can make mm-hmm. a necklace out of one and put the bare wire on the uh, around your neck for the negative side, in a loop with the motor hanging down at your chest and and you can strip the wire at your neck and it'll touch the back of your neck on the negative side of that little motor and the harmonics and the uh, frequencies that are developed within that little motor will interfere greatly. Me and me and Michael Bell wore those little motors for probably two years or more. Okay. We're going to, we're going to continue to ask questions. Most sometimes Dwight comes in on uh, my call too on uh, Wednesdays one three nine three eight one. But let's kind of if we can keep them um, a little bit shorter, so we there are like um, like eight people that want to ask questions. So uh, I unmuted uh, East Michigan. Do you have a question for Dwight or a comment? Uh, I I do have um yeah I it's not really for Dwight. Is it Shelley? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's Jody. I just have a um a general question because I've been wanting to ask this person, and I heard them speak earlier for a, quite a long time. Um. A question. I heard Melinda from California out there. Is that Melinda, the actress? Would okay. See if I ask her a question. Sure. Hang on a second. Here we go. There you are. Okay. Okay, Melinda. This lady wants to. Jody wants to ask you a question. Yeah, Melinda. Hello. Hi. Hi, Melinda. I know you being an actress. Listen, with with your connections, do you have an agent or something like that that you work with? Uh, I had an agent. We haven't talked in a while. I was just wondering. Do you are you familiar? You know Mel Gibson. Have you ever met him personally? No, I have not. I, I was just wondering. Were you ever familiar with a movie that he did called the um, The Edge of Darkness? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it's, it's a it's a very interesting movie that um, is about um, a, a lot about what corporations, how dirty they are to cover up the stuff that they will do to make their profits, even killing mm-hmm. people. So I suggest to everyone, if you can, to watch that movie. It's very very enlightening, and it was based, I believe, on a true story. Um, there's also like the making of it, if you can get that version of the movie, how they made it. But if we, you know, could ever get any kind of public backing, I think he would be made possibly one of the best persons to help promote our um, agenda for awareness to the public about what is going on, if he would be at all willing to do that. Would be, I upon that it, movie. Was that? There's also, he made a movie called Conspiracy Theory with Julia Roberts that everybody should see because he nailed it in that movie. That movie is in the 80s or something, early 90s. But he nailed it. He's, thank you. He went thank you, Melinda. Thank you. We're going thanks through. Yeah. Okay, uh, Deb, are you there? 
And Deb from Eastern Virginia, and raise your hand so I know if I, I needed you or not. Um, hello? East Virginia, Debbie from, oh, here we go. Hang on a second. Go ahead, Deb. Hi, Deb. Uh, yeah, hi there. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah, hey, thank you for unmuting me. Yeah, thanks a lot. This is Deborah in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. I know. <laughs> How are you doing, Deborah? <laughs> How are you? Did I, yeah, did I mute you? Oh, gosh, I did the wrong one. Okay, hang on. Raise your hand. Oh, gosh. All right. There you go. There you are. Sorry. Okay, you're all right. You're all right. I'm back. Um, I'm going to make it quick. Um, I'm one of the ones that participated in uh, uh, one of the board members that's running the V2K study in our uh, newsletter, and this will be his third time at it. And um it's really hard to get people to participate in it, and I, I'm one of the V2K people, and I'm, I plan on participating in his third study. So any of y'all that can take that time out to do it, it's really, really important. We have trouble getting people to participate. Um, so uh, it's in the newsletter. Uh, uh, it's uh, His email's in there, and um, it's just really important that we can get people to participate about about their V2K. So, oh, thank you, awesome. thank you for that, uh, Deb. I, I've seen um, i seen Max ask he's going to do third um, experiment, and um, I yeah. think they do end up uh, the end result. It, I think he takes it to a, a higher level or somewhere. It presents it. Do you know much about the end result? What he does with those? I, I don't know all this. What he does with the statistics, but it really matters. I mean, these questions that that uh, he compiles are. Uh, are really detailed about what we're getting and and it just uh it's just really important that all of us that are in a position to participate to get this that aren't maybe working or retired to can take the time um to participate it the more volunteers we can get to answer the questions um it'll help it'll really help generate a better um you know uh what's going on i guess i i I don't know I'm not smart like him. <laughs> So that's one to put that out. Thank you. I've seen a couple of people comment in the chat, too. So thanks to anybody that wants to participate. Yeah. Obviously, if you're um, giving it a heads up, I know you, so I know it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yep. Okay. Let's see here. Let's go to Cleveland. Hello. Hi, Cleveland. Hi. Good evening. This is Darlene. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good to hear from you. I I hear Dwight all the time with his great skill set in dealing with B2K and all of the different frequencies that we all deal with at one point, but I wish that we could find someone that could do something or help us as individuals, as it relates to the nanosensors, the strikes, and what we can do if we can find an expert that can help us with those mutations that are causing the visible strikes, the visible cuts, the visible injuries, that right now, you know, one in 50 citizens are now all reporting this fibromyalgia, that would just be great. 
if we can find some scientist or individual that would be willing to speak about that, um, the nanosensors are the payloads that are now being placed on all of these drones or unmanned aerial systems. It could be, you know, low orbiting, low orbiting satellites to aircraft or even handheld devices. And they're causing us the greatest amount of damage to our body because you're talking visible wounds, you're talking that pain that we're feeling that's pulling from the bone through the muscle, through our tissues, through our skin and breaking our skin. Right. And it, 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 I'm I don't mean to cut you off, but Dr. John Hall is here, and I'd like to get his interview going. Can we cut? Can we catch that uh, um, when he's finished? Will you please come back and finish? Oh, sure. absolutely. I also wanted to make a comment regarding um, Ken because I've seen a couple emails, but I know that John Hall's on. But mm-hmm. I, I'm here also tonight supporting Ken Rhodes as well um, because mm-hmm. there's been some things unkind spread throughout the community uh, and I right. want it, in case I can't stay on the whole night I wanted to just be said that I am here tonight supporting him because I have no idea where people are dragging the negativeness right. down we'll that with people who are good but I'll step back you. I'll hold on I'll hold on right. thank you so much no problem right. thank you okay Dr. Hall did I get you are you unmuted apparently not is that you? Dr. Hall? Dr. Hall. Dr. Hall? Now I'm unmuted. Hello? Is this, is this Dr. John Hall? Yeah, this is me. Hi. You might hear some dogs barking in the background. I just got home and they're wanting to eat. Amy, <laughs> that that what? Oh, where you been? Where you been? Uh, well, welcome and thank you for joining us, Doctor Hall. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, it's been a, been a while. It has. It's been a while since we talked. You know, I met with you in Arizona and we had a very nice lunch. I, I it, uh, hardly any issues were. There were some, but um. Oh, let's see. So, well, you know, you've written um, Satellite Terrorism, you know, in America and Guinea Pigs. Uh, You're working on a movie called Targeted, and uh, you're doing some songwriting, and you're a physician and stem cell research, and I just watched your conference uh, in Berlin. That was really good. I like that. So, what's been going on? Can you update us and um, give us an idea of what you're working on? Yeah, I, I tell you what, after you know years of fairly involved research and a, a lot of collaboration between Duncan and myself and, and some people here uh, at Brook Army uh, who do a lot of the directed energy research, and that's one of the you know one of the things that's I guess positive things about my interactions in a lot of this is that. I do have connections to people that do the legitimate research and all of this research at one time done at Brook City Base here in San Antonio. It's been moved since. But, uh, you know, I know I hear a lot of talk about 
you know, ways to shield and, um, you know, ways to alter the signals. As a matter of fact, I, I met with, there was a guy showed up at my office from Houston yesterday that I met with, and or a day before yesterday, um, and just really intently focusing on shielding, and he's getting extremely bad V2K, V2K to the point where um, the whole time I'm trying to talk to him, they're talking in the other ear. He can barely concentrate on what I'm saying to him. And he's really spinning his wheels and, and his money on trying to figure out shielding for that. And I'll tell you what, to be honest with you, the military is looking for ways to shield that too. So um, that's why I've, I've kind of focused more on awareness uh, and exposing this to the non-targeted public where that way we can get a big enough outcry from from non-targets as well as targets <clears throat> to get some type of disclosure and possibly a, another type of congressional hearing similar to the Rockefeller Commission. When the, when you see a call for abstracts out from the Air Force and the Army um, looking for private companies that are doing research on shielding elk waves and shielding scalar, scalar waves, and they've invented these weapons without being able to protect themselves from them. So I think when, as us as individuals, especially in the civilian world, and very few of us physicists, I think um, shielding's probably not going to be completely feasible as far as blocking all of it. I mean, some shielding you can create that blocks some of it, but um, I just, I hate to see, when I know a lot of TIs get a hold of me via email or through the office, and I just hate to see when they're spending their life savings trying to put together some type of shielding system, because as you know, elf waves really can't be shielded very well. Even in a well-constructed Faraday cage, they can't be shielded very well. In scalar waves, nobody knows enough about them, whether or not they can be shielded or not. But um, according to Constantine, he's, he says they can't be shielded at all. In conversation with him, he said, if you've tried all the traditional shielding and these people are still getting attacked, still hearing voices, he goes, then you're dealing with scalar until proven otherwise. So I've kind of changed my focus a lot on um, doing things to really boost public awareness, not just you know, passing out flyers and things like that, which is great and certainly needed. But, man, getting a dramatic movie based on a true story that involves targeting on the big screen where, you know, every one of us can bring a family member or a bunch of family members or friends from work to come watch it and go, that's exactly what happened. And the idea to do that actually came from the first book, A New Breed, very little was out you know, in the public about targeting when I published that book, and it really did exactly what I intended it to do, which was the first coast-to-coast -coast radio show I did. I had a ton of people emailing me saying, you know what, my son was complaining about this. We took him to multiple psychiatrists. He was on multiple medications. Nothing ever worked, and now we understand why, which was the goal of the book to begin with. So that's why I've kind of really focused on just the awareness. Of course, I'm not in that business. You know, not it wasn't in the film business. I've had to kind of immerse myself in it to be able to get to know the people I need to know to do it. So, and I've always been a musician. So when you see the music stuff come up, that's just something I've been doing since I was 16. But really, awareness is going to be key. And I think most of you probably know Stephen Shellen is also working on a short film that deals with targeting. So I've been trying to garner as much support uh, as I can for him as well. He's actually doing a uh, 
Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign to try to fund his. Um, because targeted is going to be a feature film, it's going to cost a lot more money. So we're actually trying to go through investors to do that. Um, it got money, you know, through my own money and through money donated to get the trailer done, which is what you use to actually put in front of investors that are willing to invest the big money in in the actual feature film. And and that's kind of where we're at now. We're, we've got our trailer. We've got our legal documents that you have to have to actually get money from uh, accredited investors to actually produce a film. And after the first of the year, we're going to be getting in front of people and, and trying to sell this. Which is no no easy task, especially you know from someone that's I'm a I'm a medical doctor, so really wasn't in that business, but I'm learning it as quick as I can. So, well, I think um, Nick Begich, I don't mean to, but he's coming out with a documentary. What is it? Um, something in America? Uh, you heard about that one? Yeah, no, well, Nick, well, Nick was in Berlin with me, right. and we we talked at at length about that. And actually, we're doing a documentary as well. And okay. the the reason that we're we're going to do a documentary, but the reason that we're doing a drama based on a true story is documentaries tend to just kind of preach to the choir. You know, when you put out a documentary, you're going to get everybody that's a TI that hears about the documentary that will possibly download it or purchase it or or watch it. Mm-hmm. But you tend you tend to not get the non-targeted community. So yeah, that's where we want to hit. We want to we want to. Um make awareness in the in the public arenas. Um, so I agree with that 100%. Um, so, well, good luck with it. Now, targeting's coming out. When do you think? Targeted. Well, we, we actually get in front of investors after the first of the year because by the time we got our documents, our SEC documents from the lawyers, it was already late in the year. So actually we're having to wait till 2016 because most people already, you know, at least wealthy people that are wealthy enough to actually fund a movie have already got all their tax write-offs done for this year. So we're counting on it uh, in 2016 so it can be used as a tax write-off. So, you know, we're, we're, if we can get the money, we're going to start shooting right away and finish the rest of the film and try to get it distributed. So then that's the other big shocker that came to me not being in the business is how many lawyers have to be involved to get all this done. So... Yeah, and right now that's coming out of my pocket, um, all the lawyers' fees, and that's you know no small feat either. So, but we're slowly getting there, and uh, everything's already in line. We've already got a script. We've already got actors and actresses. Uh, getting some help from Stephen Shellen as well in it, and um, should be a good movie. And it should open a lot of people's eyes. Um, and the reason we decided to go that route is. Society in this country has gotten to the point where if you put a documentary up, no matter how good your references are and, and how factual it is, people still walk out going, well, you know, yeah, it was a documentary, but it was biased, and, you know, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. You put something up that's a drama loosely or even loosely or tightly based on a, a true story, most people walk out going, you know what, that's probably true, you know, so which is kind of what we're counting on. You know, Amityville Horror came out, and everybody believed in ghosts, you know, <laughs> after that movie came out. So whether there was any proof that it existed, and even people that claimed that it was all a hoax to begin with, people still believe the movie. And and that's just the world we live in now. You actually attract more people and convince more people when you have a, a drama based on a true story rather than a documentary. So. 
Well, wish you luck with it. I look forward to it. I look to the community. Look forward to it, and the world. I think to be uh, spread awareness, and you provide it. You know, at least uh, so they question it. But I think our our goals are for awareness, absolutely. And you've been key, and in, in, um, you know, as far as educating the public through media, through your books, um, and then you you also do stem cell research, and that t- kind of ties in with the cancer research, which they're doing, I believe, or, or you, do you believe that they're still doing experimentation in those areas? Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, any anything that can be used successfully for good is going to be used successfully for bad as well with any technology. You know, and that's just like the technology that we deal with every day. You know, do I think it's necessarily inherently evil technology? No. You know, and if anybody that's ever heard my interviews before have heard me say, is there some good uses that could be made with this technology? Hell, yeah, yeah, there is. Is it being done? No. You know, because typically our government weaponizes everything before it trickles down to those of us that can could use it for good. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one of the things that I think a lot of targets is going to have to be realistic about is when you're, when you're doing your awareness campaigns and you're talking to people, you know, it, or you're looking for results, there's never going to be a time when this technology absolutely doesn't exist. And they haven't spent the amount of money they spent on it to just say, oh, okay, a bunch of people are being targeted with it and experimented on it wrongly. We'll just shut it down and not use it ever again. You know, that's that's not going to happen. So, I mean, the best that really you can hope for is make everybody aware of it. Because for one, once everybody knows that this technology exists, it doesn't work on anyone. So the reason it works so well now is not everybody knows about it. Most people don't know about it. It's, it's real easy for us to kind of dupe ourselves into the fact that, that this is so well known because we, we interact in small circles of other TIs. So, you know, when you start using the lingo that we use and, you know, V2K and directed energy attack and, you know, directed energy weapons you know, or EEG you know, cloning or heterodyning, we all know those terms. And we use those terms on a daily basis with other TIs, whether it's in phone calls like this or blogs or emails, you know, in a close-knit circle where it kind of lures you into a belief system that, well, well this is kind of well-known knowledge. Well, it's really not. And when you start talking to the majority of the population, which is not targeted, and they hear those terms, they're completely foreign to them. So, you really have to kind of break in slowly. And, you know, depending on what radio show I'm doing is kind of how I talk about it. If I'm doing one where I know it's mostly TIs listening, well, we can talk about the really exotic stuff and, you know, how we think it's going on or why it's going on. But if I'm on, like, coast to coast, where it's a really broad audience and most of that audience are, are not targeted individuals, then you really have to stick to, you know, kind of what you can prove and, and kind of what sounds reasonable. You know, you can't go on going, oh, well, you know, yeah, it's definitely CIA agents standing outside my house and they're using laser guns, you know. I mean, you have to, it, it has to be scientifically provable to some extent uh, and sound relatively reasonable. You know, you can't, you know, you, you can't go in front of Congress people because uh, I have talked to a number of legislators. As you remember, it was me and... Um, Terry Robertson that sat down with Representative Jim Guest, and after a week-long, basically daily 
pounding him in the head with our our data and our scientific studies and you know i mean he he finally said yeah i'm convinced and he went through legislation and he passed bills against non-consensual chipping in missouri so Don't they also but, have a uh, space protection act in missouri well the space protection That's- act was re- was all of the language um, revolving around directed energy was redacted out of it before it ever got put in front of Congress. Okay, because I heard... If, 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 if you're talking about the one that Kucinich drafted. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I just wanted to say uh, thank you because your last um, Berlin conference, um, you know, thank you for recognizing targets as soldiers, uh, you know, the front line in the battlefield um, that for exposing these crimes because they're trying to control free will. I just wanted to say thank you for recognizing us soldiers, and I found that encouraging, and, and thank you for that. Also, you talked about ELF wave jammers, binarial beats, and ornithine D enzymes. Ornithine decarboxylase, and that yeah. kind of goes back to what I think Dwight was talking about, um, free radicals. Mm-hmm. And free radicals are, are what are making you sick. Whenever you're exposed to electromagnetic energy for any length of time, your body creates a, a, a lot of free radicals. And um, I actually got a lot of this information uh, at Brook Army when they were doing voluntary directed energy experimentation. And these are people that actually signed a consent to be zapped. And when they found that they were releasing tons of free radicals, which prematurely age you, um, make you sterile, give you cataracts, um, a, a host of other things, heart damage, you know, uh, organ damage. They put together a cocktail that they would give these people uh, either orally or in an IV to help combat the free radicals. And it's, it's free radical scavengers. And, and the reason the free radicals happen is um, extensive exposure to electromagnetic radiation impairs ornithine decarboxylase, which is a an enzyme within the cell that actually helps eat up or prevent free radical production. So once that enzyme is non-functional, then you start to build up all of these free radicals. And uh, in the book, I, I mentioned the little cocktail that they use, and it's high-dose vitamin D3, alpha-lipoic acid, and sublingual glutathione which sublingual glutathione is kind of the tricky one. Most health food stores or vitamin stores don't have that. They'll try to sell you something that's supposed to break down into glutathione, which it doesn't, because glutathione has to be either taken IV or sublingually. So the sublingual glutathione, you just about have to order online. Okay, thank you. So can you say those three um, um, free radicals? Sure. Or, and can, yes. Yeah, yeah, they're they're called free radical scavengers. And vitamin D3 at at least a thousand IU's a day. And most people, as a matter of fact, most human beings now are deficient in vitamin D3. Vitamin D3, your skin is supposed to produce uh, in reaction to sunlight. But even oil field workers that here in Texas that come into me and the CDC has said it's a national emergency and everybody should be tested. Humans aren't producing D3 anymore. Well, and it's not because we've evolved into a biologic system that no longer produces D3. It's because of what's in the atmosphere blocking the right frequency of light that your skin needs to produce D3. So um, that's why all of a sudden all humans are deficient in it. 
but B3 at about 1,000 IUs a day. Alpha lipoic acid at about 600 milligrams twice a day, which coincidentally will make your urine smell. So when that happens, that's nobody attacking you and that's not a poison or a gas in your system. Alpha lipoic acid has the same effect in your urine as asparagus does, which as soon as you swallow it and pee, you're going to smell it in your urine. So just so you know, even my patients, I warn about that so they don't think they have a UTI. Uh, and sublingual glutathione at about 50 milligrams under the tongue once a day. Okay, what about you. vitamin C? Yeah, well, vitamin C too. I mean, believe it or not, most people aren't deficient in vitamin C if they have pseudo-normal diets. But the reason we use the or the reason Brook Army used those three is those are the three most powerful ones and that selenium kind of works as a free radical scavenger as well. Okay, so I'm going to ask you another question. Um, you talked about uh, dream imagery. Um, were they, um, and is it up-to-date technology? They've been doing this for a long time, but they're to the point now where if you're dreaming about an airplane, they can go in there and and snatch that and, and play it back on a um, on a what a computer type of scenario or yeah or on a screen they can yeah they can they can decode the electronic signals out of the EEG and then redisplay it as a video. So could, do you think they can they can do dream modulation? They can put them back in. Is it, yeah. Think it's, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's all part of entrainment, and you know that's one of the things that I was trying to explain to the guy I met with the day before yesterday who. Actually met with me two years ago, and I kind of gave him some pointers and some advice on how to how to minimize the V2K, which of course he didn't take um, because you know unfortunately it seems like a lot of TIs they kind of they ask for advice and then you give it to them and at least what's been proven successful with most of us to get rid of it. And I was a victim, just so you know. I mean, a lot of people I have always questioned, well, was he really a victim or was his fiance a victim? I was a victim as well. Um, so, I mean, and Terry Robertson was a severe victim. And, you know, we both, you know, researching things have managed to kind of come up with a system that has ended most of it for us. Being public, I think, helps too. You know, at least it's kept me alive, I think. Cause it got to the point with me where it was outright attempts at killing me, not through EH or directed energy. But if that has since stopped, at least I, my house hasn't been shot up in a while anyway. So... But, um, yeah, um, the the dream imagery and stuff is one way that they actually harvest memories from you, and and it's also part of the entrainment. And the entrainment is what you have to break. If you can break hearing their voices and communicating back, almost all of this slowly fades away, you know, at least for the people that have... At least with the people that have V2K, and I know what you're going to ask: How do you do it? It's hard, <laughs> and and there and there's no trick to it, and um, you know there's no pill you're going to take or no machine you're going to turn on. I mean, I can tell you what we've used and researched with with other victims. Um, we used uh, a Schumann resonator um, in the room that fills up the room with elf waves at anywhere from 7.8 to 8.2 hertz. Uh, and that is strictly to add uh, interference to their system because that's exactly the frequency they're picking up coming out of your brain. 
So what ha- what happens is, and I've mentioned this to other people, is you you get a uh, an elf wave transmitter, or it may be called a Schumann resonator. There's one company that makes one that's called an elf wave transmitter, and it transmits at about 7.8 to 8.2. And if you put that next to a radio or a TV, and you and you they have one, it'll fill up a 20 by 20 room with elf waves. Not only does that help re-entrain both hemispheres of your brain with the correct frequency that your EEG is supposed to work at, but it also fills up the room with a bunch of foreign elf waves that will actually piggyback the noise and other signals coming out of your TV and radio back into their system. So while you may not sense it as improving anything right away in your attacks or in what you're hearing, it's putting a shit pile of noise at their end because now they're not picking up just what's coming out of your brain. They're picking up your radio, your TV, vibrations in the room, your dog barking, everything else that gets piggybacked onto those elf waves. So um, that does work, along with the free radical scavenging. And then the best advice I can give you is, you know, most TIs, including the guy I met with the day before yesterday, he was so intently keen on hearing what they had to say about what I was saying to him, he would listen to me, and then he would turn his head and kind of stare off into space, and you could tell he was listening to them. And then he would turn back to me and he'd say, well, well, they said what you're telling me is wrong, that blah, 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 blah. You know? As long as you do that, you're going to stay entrained. And as long as you stay entrained, you're going to be attacked. So if you can break the entrainment, slowly the severity of the attacks wanes off because they can no longer find you on the grid to attack you. And I know we spent a lot of money and we spent a lot of time looking at microchipping. And, you know, most people have been victimized with this for 20 years now. And I know the, we've all kind of fluctuated over to nanotechnology and nanoparticles. Well, I guarantee you people 20 years ago weren't being attacked or being chipped with nanoparticles. Even Bob Boise six years ago was implanted with a Vera chip. That's what we found in him. So... Why nano may be a player now, nano hasn't been a player in most of the victims that, that I've come across. I mean, most people, by the time they get around to finding me, they've researched everything else. And usually when they, someone contacts me, it's, you know, this started 15 years ago and, you know, it's only gotten worse or maybe it's gotten a little better, but it's almost always a 15 or 20-year-old duration of attack. So that's why we've kind of gone more into the gear of, how do you change the EEG to prevent the attacks or prevent the entrainment? And then if you prevent the entrainment, the attacks kind of wane off. So. And I you are also a believer of organized stalking. That's just like the first part of the entrainment. And to keep you in fear so you don't, yeah. figure this, uh, te- you don't start to figure things out. Well, and the organized stalking is, is you know, it's done for, um, it's successful for a multitude of things. So one, it keeps them from having to chip you because they're, if you, you, know, you notice, the organized stalking is 24-7 stalking. They're in your driveway all night long. They're in the, it's your parking lot of your work if you manage to keep a job. Um, they're around you 24-7. But also the, the organized stalking kind of tapers off as the severity of electronic harassment starts. And we got looking at that. And, you know, even COINTELPRO, they didn't stalk you. For years, they stalk you enough to, to cause problems and cause internal stress in an organization. 
but they didn't stalk you for 10 years. And um, it's pretty similar to what we see with most TIs is the stalking may be hot and heavy, really hot and heavy for a year or two. And then it tends to kind of drop off or you don't notice it so much, but by that time you're hearing voices and you're being attacked. And so it kind of stood to reason that, well, if if we're scanning these people and we're doing imaging on them, we're doing x-rays, we're doing MRIs, we're not finding implants, then what would be the other way to actually catalog or be able to be around them long enough to, to get a read on whether it's their DNA resonance, their EEG, um, you know, whatever the signal is that they're receiving to specifically just track you, well, then you do it with the stalking. So the stalking not only puts you in a victim mindset and a fear mindset, which that itself changes your EEG and causes it to produce an interference wave, but and not only the break-ins allow them to, you know, figure out your alarm codes and, you know, look for other personal information they can use against you, who your relatives and family are. But um, the stalking is is kind of a multifactorial thing. It allows them to harvest the information they need to continue electronically tracking you. It puts you in a victim mindset, puts you in a fear mindset, and allows them to know exactly where you frequent, you know, where where you go to eat, where you go to drink, where you go to work, you know, what family members you're going to turn to when you finally decide to admit this to somebody. And that's important for the perpetrators as well because they're going to already kind of know who your family members are that you're going to turn to before you ever hear a thing. That's really important from a perpetrator standpoint. They They have to know, okay, well, this guy's got one sister and a mother that's still alive. So those will be the two that he tries to confide in once we start letting him hear us. And and it works pretty much every time. So Because it's your family members typically that put you in front of a psychiatrist. That is true. Um, yeah, so um, as far as no laws against uh, the experimentation, uh, and and you said you mentioned something about um, that how so how could we as a group be effective in awareness? And, I mean, could we you know can we contact uh, uh, Jim Guest or or, or Genius again or who do we you know or city councils and we've always gotten stopped at the city council level. Uh, they're interested, but when they take it to their higher ups, there's there seems to be people um, being stopped at those levels. Um, so, but if we, I mean, I would think if we went there in numbers and just kept at them, um, but I don't know, you know, how can we do some of this awareness? That's well, and, and, and that's kind of where we took it in California. And like I said, it's baby steps. You know, you're you're not going to take that one big step where, you know, Ted Cruz is going to say, yeah, come on up. You know, we're going to go in front of the CIA and get warrants. And, you know, it, it's not going to happen like that. You know, it's it, it's going to happen with the right amount of media attention. And so far, the only media attention we've gotten has been bad. Um, and that's unfortunate because, and, and that's mostly from the killings that have happened. Um, you know, we need, we need somebody good in the media that's in mainstream media. I know we've got a handful of people in alternative media that, they kind of help us out, and I mean, we're certainly we're grateful for that. But it's going to take some mainstream media. You know, my father was a good case in point. I'll tell you a quick story. My father, when he was alive, didn't own a computer till about six years ago, 
and and he knew you know the activism I was involved with and, um, and believed it for the most part you know most of it you know some of the people he would listen to my radio show when I was doing the control factor and he'd go well you know most of those people were reasonable that one was crazy <laughs> there was one crazy one that called I mean he's an honest guy um, and then he finally got a laptop you know and I went over there one day and he had his laptop set up and he had a quarter tape to the camera. And, you know, he was very patriotic, ex-military, and ex, ex-police officer. And uh, and I had told him a long time, well, you know, they can they can listen to your house through your computer or through your wiring, and they can watch it through your computer screen. And he was like, well, you know, why would they want to? Why would they want to? You know, you're, you know, you're a nobody. You know, it's not like they need to watch it. You know, that's what he would say. Well, he gets his first laptop. I come over there, and he's got a quarter taped to the camera. So I walked over and I said, hey, I noticed that quarter tape to the camera on your laptop. And I said, what's up with that? And he goes, oh, well, they said on Fox News that there's people that can hack into there and they can use that camera to watch you. And I said, didn't I tell you that about a decade ago? And uh, and he's like, yeah, you did, but they finally said it on Fox News. So, you know, that's kind of where we're at, you know. It doesn't matter what they say on Coast to Coast. It doesn't matter what they say on Alex Jones. You know, it, it, it's going to have to come from credible mainstream media. And that's the, the tough nut we have to crack. And certainly we're not going to get that right coverage by having a shooting. Um, right. Re- really, we that has to be, you know, whenever that kind of stuff happens, we've got to jump out and be adamantly against it. Um, it's coming. It's and, coming. I, no, that's coming. I yeah. think they want they do want our guns. Um, yeah, and 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 that's and that's a bad thing too. Because I mean, I kind of walk on a little bit on both sides. I guess I'm technically libertarian. And I'll be honest with you, I've had a lot more luck dealing with Republicans as far as hearing me out and sitting down and listening to me than I have had Democrats. And I know I don't know how many of the listeners that are on tonight are in California. California, you have some of the worst Congress people ever. I mean, California is being hit the hardest. The most complaints come out of California. Some of the most reasonable complaints I've heard have come out of California. And Feinstein, Boxer, and Pelosi, all three I know for a fact have received multiple letters, including some letters of support from me, from victims. Some of those victims have actually gotten letters back from Feinstein, Pelosi, and Boxer recommending that they seek psychiatric help. And Feinstein sits on the Intelligent Committee. Can, she she knows exactly what this is. She's always known what this is. So um, don't get yourself disillusioned into thinking that the Democratic Party is going to be the party of transparency um, and the one that's going to be friendly to the TIs. I thought that when Obama ran the first time and got a rude awakening by his second running. He's prosecuted more whistleblowers than the previous four presidents combined. So um, not that the Republicans are much better, but at least they lend you an ear um, and and kind of expect that Americans could make it on their own and, you know, and and make their own living and have their own guns. But um, be real cautious about what you look for from the government because the government's not going to help you with one hand and not control you with the other. That is not the way it works. So, um, and unfortunately, we're in a position where the FBI, a lot of people are turning to them. I get an email a day 
from somebody that's showing me the letter they've drafted up to the FBI for help. The FBI knows this is going on. They know very well this is going on. I've had a lot of run-ins and a lot of dealings with the FBI over my books. And um, I don't know, you, you may have heard me tell this, or if you've read Guinea Pigs, it's in there. But if you haven't, um, there was a girl I went out to dinner with twice, and she got called into the FBI to talk to them about me. And they threw a copy of Guinea Pigs down on the counter, and they said, well, we know you've been out with Hall a couple times. Um, you don't believe what he writes about our satellite technology, do you? And she said, well, I've only been to dinner with him a couple times, but I know that you know he gets thousands of emails from victims complaining exactly of that stuff. Well, then they had, they said, well, how does he know enough about it to write about it? It went from you don't believe it to how does he know enough about it to write about it? She said, you know, I really don't know him. And um, I've been to dinner with him. And then they asked her if she had been to my house and did I own counter surveillance equipment. Not surveillance equipment and not guns. Did I own counter surveillance equipment, which she wouldn't know. So she said, I don't know. I don't know if he does or not. My tax dollars and your tax dollars at work with a on-duty FBI agent that conversation ended with them looking at her and saying, well, Dr. Hall is not under an official investigation, but he is a piece of shit, and I suggest you not be around him. So um, just, to, just to let you know, by all means, the FBI knows this is going on, and they're condoning it. So um, you're not, you're not going to get any help from an FBI. You, you might get one from a young agent who doesn't know any better, until he brings it to his superiors, and then they're going to say, you know what, just, you know, you don't need to help them, just don't worry about it. Because it is former FBI and current FBI people that are at the helm of most of this, so. It's the clientele, I mean, you know, they, uh, they, they don't want us to have relationships or, have, you know, have inter- interactions with our family or anything like that, so isolated, so they can conduct their technology on us. Um, yeah. Are you still targeted? Uh, every now and again. Now, according to the, what I've been told and from what, you know, I spent a lot of money counter-surveilling the group in Texas. So, you know, and that's why I know pretty much most of how they work, at least on the organized stalking front. Um, not And not recommending that, that anybody else do that because you, yeah, the only way to do it successfully is to kind of break some laws the way they do. But um, every now and again, they'll remind me that they're still there. And according to what I saw and what I gleaned out of people that that we kind of basically gave no choice but to give us information, was that once you're enrolled into this system, you're enrolled for life. Now, that doesn't mean they have to attack you and have to talk talk you to death the rest of your life. It does mean that you have to be kept track of. And the reason for that is, I mean, they have to – keep a track of everybody that they enroll into the program because one of you might be the one that gets a lucky hit or a lucky strike and, and gets the attention of a, another Ted Kennedy um, or someone that actually has the political clout or power to do something about it. So, um, so well, you on are... That note, on that note, what about defunding? How do we go about defunding the political, you know, the intelligence oversight and the education, education uh, or... Yeah, political lobby and how do we defund or get funds? I mean, how do we, I know getting funds is going to be, that's not probably in our um, 
grasp things. No, no, I can tell you that right off. Getting, getting, even though there's a lot of TIs and a lot of people complaining, I mean, most of those people are, are barely making it as it is. As I know, um, you know, like Stephen Schellen, he's trying to raise ten grand to do his short film that he can release and, and is having a hard time even doing that. Um, but tell you what, like I think I told you in a message, I would rather see somebody put $20 toward that than put $6,000 toward a nano scan, you know, um, because the awareness is eventually going to do us all more good than you being told that you've got nanotechnology all over your body that still can't be nothing done about. So, but, um, yeah, the, the defunding part is where we need a political lobby. And that would be the key thing, and Nick Begich and I have talked about this time and time again, would be to have a lobbyist in Washington the same way the oil companies do or Planned Parenthood does or, or any other organization, knocking on doors every day, going to Congress and going, you know what, we got 300,000 people here and they're all being victimized by non-consensual experimentation and something has to be done about it until you get one or two people willing to actually write a bill and bring it in front of Congress. Problem with political lobbyists is that costs millions of dollars. So um, it, it's just not in the budget for anyone. Now, it may be in the budget if we can garner enough exposure uh, to non-targeted individuals, because I guarantee you, in the, you know, when the Christian right, even the non-targeted, especially the non-targeted people, once they're convinced that this technology is real and the government can hear them praying, it'll be the Christians that really kind of roll this ball. Because, you know, and I wrote guinea pigs with a verse at the top of each page because I'll tell you honestly, most of the Christian folks that, that I interact with in Texas, they had no problems believing me. I mean, it was, you know, a lot of people you talk to them and they go, ah, you know, that sounds like you're crazy or sounds a little far-fetched. Man, I'd go to my church, talk to people there. They're like, oh, yeah, man, that's spiritual warfare. You know, and spiritual warfare doesn't mean, you know, it's God and demons talking to you. It means it's people that are doing the work of evil on you. Um, you know, not it's not necessarily a supernatural thing, but it is people that are doing the work of, of evil. So, you know, and they they had no problems believing me. And... You know, most of those people, when they find out that not even what you think is private anymore, there'll be a big turnout. Um, okay, so hang on, I'll get rid of that. Are you willing to take a couple questions, Dr. Hall? Thank you. Yeah, 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 I can for a few minutes, because then I've got a, you know, I've got a zoo at my house, so. Yeah, then I've got to, then I've got to get out there and start feeding. So, which, by the way, which, by the way. If you want, other than, I mean, I don't care what kind of meter you buy to see when energy is coming into your house. If you really want to know when energy is getting thick or kind of the direction it's coming from, get a cat. <laughs> Cats are so sensitive to even ELF, and they're especially sensitive to scalar waves. That cat will sit in the room of the house and stare at the corner of the wall where it's actually entering, typically. So... I've heard that. I'm actually, my cat um, my cat disappeared. I wonder if that was messing up with their technology at all. Okay, um, let's see. Let's open up and say hi to uh, 
Southeast Wisconsin. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, hi. How are you? This is uh, Pete Santilli. Is uh, Dr. Hall still on? Hey, yeah. Pete. Hey, Dr. Hall. How are you? Hey, you're good. How are you, Pete? I'm doing doing great. I uh, my ears always perk up, of course. Um, uh, when you when you're talking uh, politics, when anyone's talking politics, especially pointing out the, you know what what I uh, what I described as uh, both the left and the right um, side of the political spectrum, just just doing the same exact thing. Unfortunately, they're trying to present pretend to be something different. But uh, here's my question to you, um, because I haven't really followed the um, I guess the lobbying effort. Is there is there anybody on the left or the right side of the spectrum that's helping uh, bring TI issues to uh, to the forefront? You know what? Which side of the, the aisle, right? Democrats or Republicans? Who, who are the ones that are that are exposing it? Well, n- nobody right now. They, now I had a I had inroads with several congressmen out of Texas, one of which um, wound up doing one term and then not getting reelected. And and I've you know San Antonio has pretty much converted over uh, to a, a democratic city, and I've tried talking to some of the democratic congressmen here, and can't even get a door in. Um, uh-huh. uh, when Kiko was uh, actually got in, I had talked to him and actually helped him with his campaign, and he had no problem working with me. He's like, man, let me get one term under. If I get reelected then get with me and and we'll start to try to roll this ball. Well, he didn't get reelected. I mean, it it's in San Antonio, it's hard for a Republican to get elected. So, you know, that's kind of where we're at at now is especially in 2016, you know, looking for the people that maybe we can make a concerted effort, you know, to get to sit down with for a few minutes and convince them that this is something that needs to be done. Um, you know, it's a little up in the air of who's going to be running for president on the Republican side just yet. Um, mm-hmm. w- once we know that, then certainly it wouldn't be a bad idea to try to get some literature uh, or or get some time with that person. I, I think it. I can almost. Well, I, I don't think I know it would fall on deaf ears with Hillary Clinton. So. Um, if I'm you know, I'm, I was I was telling uh, I was telling uh, Ken Rhodes that uh, one uh, one person that's been exposing a lot of real hardcore truths. Uh, she's a, a former. Uh, she's a veteran. Uh, she's her name is Tulsi Gabbard. She was talking. I think it's Tulsi Gabbard, if I recall. She's a congresswoman from Hawaii. Um, she was exposing the stuff that we were doing to support ISIS. Uh, she was on the uh, on the mainstream media talking about that. Those are some pretty hardcore issues. I'm just thinking, if she can expose that kind of stuff, I was telling Kenny, she might be, you know, um, courageous enough to uh, to expose the you know the mind control technology. And, and those are the people we need to look for, no matter what side of the fence they're on, whether they're Democrat or Republican. Sure. Um, and and try to convince them, in the same way that I worked with with uh, Representative Guest. You know, I didn't sit him down in a chair and go, they're reading their minds, you know, right now. You you have to kind of gently walk them through the stages. And one of the easiest ways to do it is to say, look, you know, we had MKUltra. We had a Rockefeller Commission and a church committee. They admitted to it. You know, we had, you know, radiation experimentation on the public. We had the Acre hearings, you know, and that's why I, I posted that little tidbit from Clinton on my Facebook page. Because it, it, even though it's old, you know, it's you know, I think from um, eighty nine or ninety, 
you know, it's still important because it's a government admission of having experimented on the public and non-consensual experimentation. And that's the route you have to go when you start talking to Congress people and legislators that uh-huh. the government's always done it. You know, they've always done it. And then 40 years later, the media makes a big deal about it. You get a formal apology and then they just move on and, and to another form of experimentation. So, I mean, especially, and I've laid that out very intricately in, in the first couple of chapters of guinea pigs. Even if you don't believe any of the rest of the book, anybody that picks up guinea pigs is going to go, well, holy shit, yeah, the government has been experimenting on people. Because you can look that up in the references. They're all government references. So um, that's kind of the route, really, I think, that you have to go with them. And saying, yes, this sounds like sci-fi. Yes, it sounds like we're crazy. Here's the research where Persinger and all these people have done almost nothing but Elfwave research to the point of even, and I quote, saying that he could control every brain on the planet using Elfwave. So, yeah, the research is being done. We know the government experiments on the public without consent. They always have. They always will because there's no laws against it. So, you know, it stands to reason, well, now we have a bunch of people not voicing similar complaints, but voicing identical complaints. So, you know, would you please investigate this or help us investigate it, you know, when you get there or when you're in session? And I mean, I think that's a pretty reasonable way to to actually present it. You don't want to overwhelm them with, you know, making statements that you can't prove. Well, I know it's the CIA doing it to me and it's because my grandfather was a Templar, you know. Right, and, and, right. and that's where a lot of TIs kind of screw up, you know, and certainly don't blame it on alien technology. The minute you do that, the door's going to be shut. So, yeah. Hey, by the way, I want to, I want to thank the, uh, the TI community. I, I, um, uh, I don't know if anybody, if anybody knows it's, um, uh, within the past, uh, I don't know, 24, 48 hours, I was arrested, um, uh, in a, in a, uh, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chopped up. Um, it was actually a traffic stop, and uh, for my pers- personal protection, I actually carry uh, a handgun. And um, uh, because I didn't have a CCW, I ha- actually had it to some technicalities there. But essentially, you you know how that works. I was followed. They ran my plates, and miraculously, I was put on a uh, terror watch list because of my outspoken uh, attitude towards what the what the government's been doing to all of us. But I ended up on the on the terror watch list. Um, they pulled me over, tried to fight, figure out what that was all about for a couple of hours and said, sorry, we made a mistake, but I ended up going to jail and, uh, two, uh, TIs, Ken Rhodes and, um, and Ben time traveler, Ben, uh, Ben Matthews actually came down, uh, and was part of the, uh, the group that, uh, that saw me, uh, get out of, uh, get out of jail. So thanks to the TI community. I appreciate that. Uh, so where, where are you in California? No, I'm in Cincinnati. It happened in oh, Cincinnati okay. with big, big news, uh, big news out here that uh, Pete Santilli was, you know, <laughs> mistakenly. It was actually the way the report went was that I was mistakenly identified to be on the terror watch list. Um, I had guns pointed at me. They took me away, took me to jail, and then uh, and then I was released uh, by the judge with uh, no bail or anything. They. Uh, actually, the judge thanked me for my service as a Marine and certainly recognized that I'm more than qualified to carry a weapon. <laughs> well, you should you should come down you should come down to Texas and hang out with my house at my house now because they actually periodically put an FBI surveillance band in front yeah, of my I'm house. Actually, 
I'm going to go. I'm going to be headed. We're moving down to Austin, by the way. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I'm just, we'll I'll just be an hour. I'll be an hour south of you. But yeah, they've made no bones about it with messing with me. I mean, the, the van literally says FBI surveillance van, automated <laughs> surveillance van on it. And it, it, I mean, it says on the side. And, it, and they do that intentionally because that way all of your neighbors drive around and go, "Holy shit, he's under surveillance by the FBI." You know what? Yeah. You know, what is it? You know, but. But yeah. yeah, well, once you once you get here, brother, you don't need that concealed handgun permit because starting January first, we open carry. So, yeah, it was a weird technicality. You, you know how they um, they like to follow and give a hard time to people like myself, especially because of the issues that uh, you know the hard issues that I cover. But yeah, overall, they were they were respectful, but that didn't uh, uh, that didn't ease the pain of having my liberty taken away for 24 hours. So, uh, but thanks to the TI community for for stepping up and support. So, thank you very much. Hey, thanks for your uh, your support, uh, Pete, with uh, your activism. You put yourself on the line every time you go out there. So we thank you for that, too. You're always talking about targeted issues. Okay, so thank you. Uh, we're going to go to another thank caller. You, well, thank, uh, you. Uh, Shelley. thank you, Shelly, very much. You're welcome, Pete. Thank you. Hey, Shelly, I've got a call. I've got a question ready to go for doctor. Okay. Okay, uh, well, first of all, I want to thank you, uh, Dr. Hall, for uh, all the effort and work that you've done for the TI community. And uh, my question is, uh, there's a lot of people that are talking about uh, the different dimensions and um, and weapons and things like that are, that are being used against uh, against the world. And one of those things that they're talking about is, drone, is, uh, is military drones. But um, don't you believe that, that technology has, has surpassed that? That they are uh, much more uh, likely to be using uh, cell towers and Gwyn towers and uh, triangulation to, you know, manipulate and control and influence the, uh, you know, the minds of humans rather than something that is actually really much more difficult uh, to conceal and would require much more manpower. And uh, so that that would be uh, one thing I'd like to get your uh, your point of view on. And then another thing, too, on behalf of the targeted individuals in the community, what do you think, um, I've actually proposed and a number of other people have proposed that there would be some type of, um, I guess, I hate to use the term database, but essentially, uh, you know, some type of list and, you know, Public, uh, public to a degree for those that would not mind making that testimony to the world that hey yes I am a t uh, I am a targeted individual and I I don't make any bones about telling the world about this and by having a list like that and and people being aware of who all is is being targeted I think it creates a much more difficult situation for them. I say them in quotes, to remove individuals from society because the reason people are being removed from society right now is because they're doing it in obscurity. If if, if they're picking off the, the outliers of the community and what have you, and they just disappear and fall through the, the cracks, well, the world's, you know, they're not going to see that. But if there's a list that's a... That actually shows, yes, this TI was here last month, 
and and where is this person now? So those two things, you know, one is the satellite tech, uh, is is the cell towers, and then the second thing is what about some type of of watch list for the uh, for the targets? I appreciate your answers. Yeah, well, the, uh, you know, the easiest one is the watch list thing. I mean, there. I mean, there's quite a few people that have come out publicly and put their names on lists because I know I, I see a probably a different petition being filed, you know, on a different website or someplace, you know, just about once or twice a week. That and some of them that have an ex, an extensive amount of signatures uh, on them. And one of the values that I always saw with freedom, um, as bad as some of the conference calls got on. On freedom. I mean, and that—that's just an honest opinion. You know, not hammering anybody, but an honest opinion. Because I know I've talked to a lot of victims that recently found out they were victims, and were trying to get on the conference calls and found them more disconcerting than helpful. Um, and I, I got a lot of emails, you know, like that. And that's one of the things that we have to make sure that that we kind of stop. If somebody calls and maybe their opinions on why they how they think it's being done or why it's being done may be completely foreign or off base, you know, in conjunction or in comparison to the people that are taking the call, you still really have to op- take those people in with open arms because having a database of individuals is key. And that was really the, the biggest value that I saw with Freedom from Covert is a, basically a clearinghouse of people that – that are checking in once in a while and and letting their name and their email address being on the database because the the minute we do get somebody interested in actually going, you know what, yeah, you're right, there are a lot of people complaining about this and they are identical complaints, I'll be the one that tries to champion something through Congress. We're going to need some type of a mail list that we can get a hold of as many people as we can, you know, to take part in that. And and that, that, that database has to be someplace. So, you know, you're right. A, a list is of paramount importance for that. As far as the the drone thing, I've never I've never been a a big proponent of a lot of this being done by drone, and I'll tell you why. For one, it increases the amount of manpower that the perpetrating groups have to have. And um you know, most of this at least from what I've actually physically observed is not being done directly by government agencies. It's being done by people that are independently contracted, most of whom are former FBI or former CIA or former NSA people working as PIs. So they're going to be limited in manpower. And operating a drone is no easy task. And running a drone 24-7, 365 days a year around you to be able to keep you under drone surveillance would be impossible. So... I mean, it's going to be done as efficiently and cheaply as it can be done. And most, the most efficient way to track somebody or surveil somebody is going to be by the three methods that you mentioned, satellite, GRAN, or cell. Um, and it's not all done by either one of those modalities because we've ruled that out. I, one nice thing about living in Texas, it's a huge place. I've got a huge ocean to the south of me. I've got vast amounts of land with no power lines and no cell towers to the west of me. And we've taken victims in both of those areas. And you can go where there's not a power line for 100 miles of Texas and absolutely no cell phone coverage and nothing being picked up on the spectrograph. And those people still hear voices and still be attacked. 
Same thing when you take them out into the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. That's not cell, and that's certainly not power line. Um, and I mean, possibly could be GWEN power, but you can pick up a GWEN signal. And I actually have a friend that used to work on the GWEN towers for the Air Force when they were responsible for the upkeep. He swears up and down that, that there's no apparatus that's been added to them and that they're, for the most part, completely non-functional now. And he would have no reason to lie to me. And I, I know the, a lot of people focused on Gwen Towers and Jesse Ventura probably added to some of that fervor. Um, but, and they certainly were using a Gwen Tower type system in San Antonio that were, they were attacking an entire neighborhood. Um, they weren't using a Gwen Tower. They, you, you were using a signal directly from an NSA base here on an entire neighborhood that was burning out their wiring and opening and closing their garage doors. And they finally did admit to it. That made the news. Um, but I kind of agree with you that I think drones may be used in some minor cases where maybe they have poor access to a target in another way. But anybody who's actually ever flown a drone um, it's time-consuming and it's difficult to keep it still, at least if you're talking about a drone that's in the hands of a civilian subcontractor. Um, you know, if you're talking about a military high-altitude drone, um, that's a little different. And there may be some people that are whistleblowers with government agencies that may be getting droned, but you know, the average housewife, doctor, lawyer, TI, um, if, if you're seeing drones flying around you, then you know you're probably on a on a lower end scale of surveillance. Okay. okay well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Doctor. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, thank Doctor you. Hall. I was wondering if you thought if the TI community could um, collect enough donations, do you think it would be helpful if we were to send one of your books or there's like Tyrone Dew, who does a lot of activism in Washington, D.C. If he were to hand deliver one of your books to each one of the members um, of the Senate, to each senator's office, with uh, like other information together with it, um, would, would that help in any way? Probably not. And from my own experience of, of working with some of these legislators, you got to remember, they get probably a Volkswagen bug full of paperwork every day in the form of bills. You remember when Obamacare was trying to be passed. It was, it was more pages than they can read in the two nights they had to actually read it. So nobody read it. And that's why Pelosi got on the air and said, well, we have to pass it so we know what's in it. You know, that, that's, just so you know, that's the type of government that we're dealing with right now, especially with this current State Department. Okay, we have, so then let's, you know, think, let's think of another awareness way. The, well, the, the, a lobbyist is the way, and, and that's why we have lobbyists, is a lobbyist is someone who comes in, cuts through the paperwork, looks at the paperwork, pulls out their little stack of paperwork, takes that congressman out for drinks, buys him dinner, and says, here's our paperwork, please give it some attention, and I'll take you hunting on my ranch. You okay, know? so then that, that kind of money you're talking about is going to have to come from some human rights uh, 
people that give donations because the TI community is not going to be able to come up with that kind of dollars. Yeah, you're right. It's going to have to to come from ACLU or some bigger organization. So the next question is to help TIs because, you know, I've been, uh, you know, I've been a TI for, for almost 13 years and I keep hearing and I, through the years, do not tell your family and friends. Okay. Because X, Y, Z. Well, I really, I did tell family and friends. I said, this is happening to me. This is happening to me. I don't know where it's coming from or why. And for years and years, I said, you know, my cars are being broken into, my home, my body, this, that, theft with shock, on and on and on, to the point where when the dots were able to be connected, like in the last two, two and a half years, your book, Duncan's book, et cetera, and were able to give people those books they're like oh my gosh uh she is not crazy this is what she has been saying all these years so to help ti's who are uh, who are in that situation if freedom can organize friends and family night to have a friends and family um uh broadcast where Oh, maybe once a month where they invite different speakers to come on, yourself, Duncan, et cetera, and invite their families and friends to to basically start explaining what is happening because there is so much information out there now. And it's one thing when you hear it from someone who said, whoa, I am Dr. John Hall, you know, I understand this, they can read your book, versus us you know, trying to explain it in in our terminology. So that's one suggestion. The other suggestion is, uh, Dr. Hall, you are absolutely right. When you say that the Christian world will champion this cause, this is definitely a spiritual warfare, Um, definitely. And so there are 2 billion Christians out there. So down there in Texas, you have Joel Olstein, you know, there's – uh, Pat Robertson, uh, there's a lot of high-profile Christians, and if we're, if there was a committee of, T, of um, TIs who are Christian that would be able to reach some of, you know, sending literature and speaking personally with some of these high-profile Christian leaders, um, I really think that would help. So that's all I have to say, and I appreciate everything that you have done for us, and we as Christians, the ones who are Christians, I want you to know that for you, Nick Baggage, Duncan, all the other activists, we really, really pray for you because you're our only hope, all of you. That's it. I mean, you're our only hope. We, Some of us are so damaged, we just can't do much. So I just want to say thanks and um, a blessed holiday season for you and your loved ones. I, I appreciate that, and you know, I tell you what. One thing, one thing I do disagree on with you is, that, I mean, don't let any one of us be seen as your only hope because we're all in this together. You know, I just was lucky enough in life to, you know, to kind of already have some letters behind my name and new people in the government and, and worked on some projects for the government like Duncan did. But it's really going to be up to all of us, you know, in this fight. You know, and that matter of fact, I. I emailed a victim that the other day. He like because well, he emailed me. He said, "Well, you need to do this, and you need to get out there to do this, and you need to do this." And I said, "You know what? 
this is a group effort, you know. You know, I'll use what I know to try to at least what I feel maybe is point us in the right direction unless somebody convinces me otherwise. But it has got to be a group effort. There's not going to be any one person that's going to come along and write the magic book or say the magic words and and make it go away. And one thing I do agree with you, now sending every congressperson, you know, books like Duncan and, and I, if we can narrow it down to the people that maybe – maybe set up kind of a political action committee through freedom would be a brilliant idea, especially yeah, if you can idea. especially if you can get it done before well before two thousand sixteen. Uh I would be more than willing time allowing you know to be part of that where, you know, as we see kind of can make out who are probably going to be the winners and the losers, especially within the congressional elections of maybe having a, a group of three of us that can, you know, figure out a way to get in through their media representative and certainly, you know, get them, a, you know, my book or Duncan's book and some testimonials that are reasonable testimonials. And, and when, when I say reasonable, one of the biggest problems I see with some of the letters that I've seen written to Congress people from TIs is they're five pages long. And well, when you, you have, have, to a, have you have to have bullets and points. And the one thing that a TI said a couple of weeks ago, is that Amy Gutterman with the um, Bioethics Committee, somebody went to her boss and said, Lo, whoa, what, what are you doing with this? You've got hundreds and hundreds of TIs testifying. And her boss simply uh, made it very clear that, uh, that the information was given to the president and those who are in a position to make a decision, and they absolutely refused to do anything about it. But yeah, they were no. made aware. Yeah, no, the, the board the board was set up with apologists, and I and I kind of knew that going in, but I wanted definitely wanted to be there for at least one meeting, so there was somebody there that they can't argue with, exactly. because my back my background is the same as theirs. But the minute I heard one of their brightest um, bioethicists from Harvard get up and say, "Well, all of these horrors that you hear people talk about were post World War II." And we now have legislation that prevents that. No, you don't. It's called the common rule. I've been through every single sentence of it, and there's distractors within it that actually allow non-consensual experimentation. Well, and that's Dar why Darlene I Miles has uncovered a Department of Defense directive that states, and she has it posted on Ken Rhodes' website, and that Department of Defense directive apparently states that all United States citizens can uh, be experimented on for the purpose of surveillance. Are you aware of that directive? Yeah, yeah. Is that what yeah, it because, says? Is, is that yeah, what because, it? Well, because there's no law against it. Um, there was John Glenn tried to actually pass a law making informed consent an absolute necessity with any type of experimentation that's being done by the government or partially funded by the government, and the Congress shot it down. So, and that's one of the other things that, that is easy to work with with senators is instead of going up and saying, we're all being attacked by directed energy and mind-reading technology, and we want it to go away. Well, it's not ever going to go away. Nuclear energy is bad. It's never going to go away. And neither is this technology. Now, the best we can look for is oversight. So your suggestion and, would be to have Freedom Forum, a political activist group. And what about your thought of maybe having um, a friends and family night once a quarter or, or so to 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 invite people to the call, uh, friends and family, to sort of 
um, gently let friends and family know that this this technology is out there, it is happening to their loved ones, et cetera, et cetera? No, that's a good idea too. I mean, like I said, when I first wrote A New Breed, that was the whole goal of it was just to get it out there. Uh, and it worked because, I, I mean, most of the people that contacted me on radio shows were were either spouses of somebody being victimized or parents of somebody being victimized. Because I agree and, with you. I really don't think that all our friends and family are stupid. And that, you know, one of the things uh, who headed up the one, and I don't want to mention names, who headed up Freedom made it very clear, you don't ever want to tell people about what's happening. Don't tell your friends and family. They're going to think you're crazy. Well, I, I would agree with that 15 years ago, but I think now there's enough credible information, and we have to start educating our friends and family. No, yeah. I agree with you, and there was okay. a point in time where probably it was best you didn't. Exactly, because you, but not because, now. because there, yeah, because there wasn't going to be any literature out there you could refer to. Right. But I tell you what, I intentionally wrote guinea pigs in the fashion that I did, where if somebody sits down and reads that whole book and they don't believe any of this after reading it, they're never going to. Oh uh, no, I I give out that. Book. <laughs> I I have given out so many copies of that book, and I have told people that every American should read that book. Uh, every single American who loves this country and their freedoms should read that book. And I, I, and that's the way I feel about it, and that's what I have told. It isn't just for TIs. You cover so much information in there that affects every single American. And, and I wish when you do a reprint that you would redo the back of the book a little bit to, uh, to not just make it so surveillance-oriented because you cover so many other things in the book. Um, so that somebody reading the caption, and it may not apply to them, um, if there's a way that you can talk about what's happening to every single American, blah, 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 um, it would be great because the people, the responses I have had, they simply believe everything because you are so intelligent and so brilliant that you use resources that cannot be questioned. This isn't Dr. Well, well, Hall saying, well, I think this or that. You resource it out, and you say this well, is what and, I've and, I'll, and I'll tell you the difficult part with writing a book that, that way, and, and, the, and the difficult part with guinea pigs was knowing when to stop writing and when to release it. Because there's at least, because I do have inside connections, and a lot of that was written with classified documents. And, you know, I would finish one chapter, and then somebody would say, hey, I've got something for you. Can you use this? And believe it or not, there are people on the inside that are, are friendly to the cause. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't come out against it because they'll be found treasonous and be thrown in jail or killed. They'll be targeted. Uh, yeah. So, you know, but but there are people that, that help me get my hands on documents and, and forward stuff to me. Um, and there was a point there, especially, you know, when Snowden came out with his stuff, that I mean, as soon as I would finish a chapter and move on to the next chapter, I would get something else that made that chapter almost obsolete if I didn't include it. And things were being thrown at me so furiously um, that, you know, you almost, you have to reach a point where you just go, well, I need to get this out and you just need to stop writing and get it out right now. And, you know, and then another document would get released. And I go, oh, man, well, I really, this has to be in there, you know. So it's kind of like writing about computer technology. You know, the minute you buy your computer at Best Buy and hook it up at home, it's obsolete. Something else better has come out. 
So, and it's kind of like that with surveillance technology because right now every agency is working on surveillance technology. Every agency is working on email reception and metadata reception, and it's um, it's 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 changing and getting quicker and getting harder to to hide. You know, I guess you could say, or or be underground. That there's something there was something new technologically coming out almost every day that I was writing the book. So. And part of the reason I kind of geared it more toward the surveillance part is to catch the eye of the non-targeted. And and the non-targeted, they are concerned about their emails being read. They are concerned about their phone conversations being heard and, you know, and NSA surveillance. And really part of the reason for the back of the book being like that is that's the people I wanted to rope in. Most of the TI community knows where to find me and eventually nail me down someplace to ask me questions. But people that don't know anything about this, you kind of reel them in, you know, with the social, the the major media social stuff that they're seeing on Fox and on CNN. And that's NSA. That's email interdiction, computer interdiction, um, you know, the chips that they're putting in our phones and our computers before we buy them. You know, so there are, I mean, I don't know if you knew that. Well, I guess if you read my book, I guess you do know. I mean, all of our stuff is interdicted by the NSA. It's already set up to be spied on before you have a chance to go to Best Buy and buy it. And those are the kind of things that are that people are, are they know they know about that. They can wrap their heads around that. So if you lure them in with that, then you can go, oh well, did you know this? Yeah. <laughs> then you can kind of bring in our topic and kind of wedge it in there and slowly kind of work that in. And and if you notice, that's the way I wrote the book. The book starts off as a government experiment on you. Here's the proof. Yeah, they do. Guess what? Look what these people are complaining about. Think they're being experimented on? I do. Here's why. So, well, just to break in a little bit, Mike from Pennsylvania. Yeah, we're all guinea pigs, but um, I wanted to go in a little bit about your background. I kind of missed the beginning of the show. Could you recap that, your background as far as professional? Oh, I'm a, I'm a medical doctor. I do anesthesia. Uh, how does man. that relate? How does that relate to the government and surveillance? Like, how did you get into that? I'm sorry, I missed the beginning. Have you? So you you've not read my first book? Uh, no, I haven't read any of them. But um, I'm an avid researcher, um, and I'm a targeted individual. So okay. everything you're saying is like reverse technology. I've already experienced it firsthand, so I'm kind of right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I already know that. But we'll go into your background a little bit if you don't. Yeah, I mean, I can give you a little bit of it, and I'm not going to give you all of it, but because uh, that would just endanger myself. But yeah, I was no uh, anything a, that won't endanger yourself. Yeah, just, I was, uh, I was, I was in a PhD uh, medical program. I'm a DO, doctor of osteopathy, and when I was in undergrad, uh, went to VMI for for a year, went to various other universities, wound up at UTSA working in biomechanics, uh, neurology, um, and minored in theology, believe it or not. And um, went on to medical school in Fort Worth, Texas, where I was initially in a PhD DO program uh, doing government research in uh, neurotechnology and for the DOD. And um, decided I no longer wanted to do that, went straight um, medical doctor, route, uh, did my residency at Case Western Reserve in Ohio, and then wound up back in San Antonio, which was my hometown, um, 
doing anesthesia and pain management when um, a girl that I was engaged to began hearing voices and being attacked with directed energy and um, pretty had a pretty good understanding of exactly what the technology was already. Um, it called in some some friends that were actually were in the CIA at the time, and and talked to them and and asked uh, if any of this technology had been commercialized or if it was still actually classified and and a weapon system. And was told no, it's still a weapon of war for use abroad. And I quoted that in a new breed, and that was straight from the mouth of a friend of mine that's a current CIA agent. And, we know um, you're good. We know you're good, Doctor Hall. Yeah, yeah. You know well, you're an activist well, from the well, community. Well, and, well, and, so much and work. I'll, I'll tell you what. You know, it, I was really surprised to see Nick Begich with me on that stage in Berlin. For those yeah. of you who who don't know, um, a lot of the TI population can get very argumentative and very, in some in cases, violent when you disagree with them or tell them something they don't want to hear. And for years, you didn't see Nick Begich at any seminars or anything in person um, talking on a stage. And that's because he actually had someone that was a TI decided he know, knew a little too much about this and tried to stab him um, on stage at a conference. You know, so and after that happened, he kind of swore off public speaking other than writing and, and, and film. So I was really shocked that Melanie was able to get him um, into Berlin with us. So. But nice. so that is that is some of the reason because you know actually I've had TIs some TIs accuse me of everything under the sun and get every bit as violent as the perps themselves. So uh, and that's just the fact of life. This is a hard community to help. It really is. It is. But, I have not, um, it, yeah, it's because of different programs. I, I, there are uh, programs um, to test out. I mean, they want to be able to change your. Um, religion and they want to be, you know, yeah, political views. Um, and and those two, two things we are uh, very heartfelt about. I mean, so I, I I really believe that the technology is trying to, you know, control those types of scenarios. You know, uh, we might be able to get them to vote this way or if they're Christians or things like that. So, yeah. Um, so uh, do you have a couple more questions? Do you have time for a couple more questions, Dr. Hall? Sure, sure. Here at West uh, Massachusetts. Hello. 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 This is James Leco. Can I ask? Can you hear me? This is Kate. Hi. Let's get James first, please. Thank you. Hello. Hi, you can James Leco. Yes, I'd like to ask a question. John, uh, Dr. Hall, uh, my name is James Leco. I'm I've been a TI since 2010, and I've, I've got some background in electronics. I I uh, heard you say something about, um, well, it seemed like jamming scalar waves, and you said that you would uh, put scalar waves into a room and and it would fill up the room and jam there, or they'd have to pick it up. Um, no, actually, elf waves, not scalar waves. Oh, oh, all right, elf waves. Well, yeah, anyway. yeah, they, 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 they actually they do make an elf wave transmitter. Yeah, yeah. If you filled your room up with scalar waves, you'd be in harm's way. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I I don't know that I, I actually wondered what the difference was between those two as well, because I'm well, not. An, an, yeah, an elf wave is just an extremely low frequency wave, and it still actually functions like a like a normal radio wave. It still works in a sine wave pattern, and it can be directed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, a scalar wave, actually, the, to get it real basically, and I mean, I'm no physicist, but I've, I've kind of had to become one. But a scalar wave, if you take two regular planar um, frequency waves and you bombard them against each other, you create scalar waves as interference waves. Okay. And typically, typically what you see with a scalar wave is someone will come in and do a scan, and you've got waves that are of alternating frequencies going all over. You can't really peg it down to a frequency. You know there's something floating around or bombarding around in the structure, but you mm-hmm. can't tell which direction it's coming from, and it constantly reads different frequencies as it, as it comes by, and that's typically what you see if you're scanning for them. The problem with, or the dangerous thing with scalar waves is they impart energy when they contact something. Um, if you really want to read a great, easy tutorial on scalar waves, Constantine Meal, M-I-E-H-L. And I've been in contact with him on a number of occasions. And he's in Germany and is one of the foremost researchers on scalar waves. You know, our government, for the most part, until several years ago, you can kind of deny it, scalar waves exist. Uh, Constantine Nail has actually, you can even buy a kit to generate your own scalar waves. And what I mean by they deposit energy uh, on contact is you can actually, he makes a device and you can demonstrate it to your friends that will actually, it's a little globe and it will generate scalar waves. And Mm -hmm. you can set uh, ultraviolet bulbs like you see in in garages or in places of business, the long, um, thin tube type bulbs that have gas in them. You can actually sit them on the floor around a scalar generator, and the the energy being sent off from the scalar waves will actually light the bulbs without them being connected to anything. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah, and and that's actually the problem with with scalar waves is when you get hit with those, they impart energy, and then that energy can in turn can activate things. Um, the closest thing we have to it that operates by normal electronic electromagnetic physics would be continuous wave radar and that is what's being used by the NSA to do a lot of um, body scanning, um, computer scanning, Mm -hmm. cell phone scanning is CWR, continuous wave radar. And it puts Mm -hmm. down an ungodly amount of energy on your computer when they're using it to scan your computer. Matter of Mm -hmm. fact, it puts down so much energy around you while you're sitting at your computer that nobody is really sure how much what that amount of energy the human body is doing um, over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, had, I had one more question about... Um, well, I've, I've been... Tw- on Twitter, I've been sending Twitter messages to Senator Ron Wyden for a little over two months now. Every day I've called him on a couple of occasions, his office, and they don't, they listen. It seems like they just, they're just geared towards listening politely and getting you off the phone. I've been, I've been, you know, tweeting to him every day, just about, and I don't get any response. Do you, can you tell me why, do you know why the senators and the congressmen, it seems like everybody is just, it's like some kind of a conspiracy to, to not talk about it to anyone. Uh, can you can you say something about that? Well, well, I mean, one thing you really have to watch out for is your, your frequency of doing it. You know, when you when you start doing it every day, then you know, then they're going to kind of go, okay, well, this this guy's one of those guys that's going to email me every day, and then they probably just start erasing your stuff as soon as it comes in. 
I mean, mm-hmm. really one well-written short letter that's to the point and not too crazy does a lot more good than, you know, than bombarding somebody with it every day because then you look desperate or mentally ill when you start doing that, and that's certainly not the way you want to come across. Um, and be brief. And that's like I, we talked about earlier as far as the bullet points in the letter. I mean, some of the, the letters that I've seen that, you know, people say, hey, I want you to read this letter that I'm sending to my congressman, and it's 10 pages of stuff long. Trust me, they don't have the time to read that. I mean, I'm a physician, and I deal with, you know, a stack of mail that you would not believe that comes into the office every single day. And probably no, a thousand. Not Dr. Hall, but I'm using yeah. Twitter, and Twitter goes to all of his followers and all of my followers, and and then and then they in turn can retweet it if you know anything about Twitter. So yeah, that's kind of yeah, and, 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 and I know it's probably not him reading any of it. No, probably not. It's just he yeah. probably has some somebody assigned to do that. But what I'm mainly concerned with is getting it to his to his people who follow him, and also others who might you know happen to look at it. And that's yeah. that is and, and which senator was that? Ron Wyden. And is he your senator in your state? Yes, he is, and I'm in Oregon. Okay. Have you ever actually tried just going down and making an appointment to actually see him in person when he's in the state? Well, I'm in the western part of Oregon on the coast, and um, it's far away from, uh, well, did they mute me? Because, no, I, I mean, that that typically, in my, at least in my experience, has worked a little better, you know. And you know, and honestly, to get in with legislators and congressmen, you have to be a little more kind of, I guess, sneaky about it. I mean, during mm-hmm. campaign, and that's why 2016 is perfect. For those of you that are in states where, there's, where they're running for office, man, when they're out, when they're having, you know, so-and-so is going to be at this restaurant and talking to people, that's when you have your chance to kind of slide in there and actually get a few words in or, hey, can I talk mm-hmm. to you for a second? And, you know, and, and it's before they get elected or during an election when they're actually at, back in the state that you're, they're from and actually mm-hmm. trying to drum up constituents. That's when is the best time to get a hold of them. And, you know, even if it means you've got to go volunteer, you know, uh, you know to, to help volunteer on one of the campaigns. You know that's a great way to that's a great way to get on the inside. Um, you know when you're bombarding by Twitter or email, especially on their web their government websites, they never read any of that. You know they've got pages that go through that and pick out the important stuff. Mm-hmm. You know and you know that's you know now if you you know called up and you know said that you know you think they're in danger of losing their funding for your military base, you know then they might get right back to you. But, you know, with your complaint, you know, they're they're not. But you kind of got to find ways to get on the inside with them when they're actually back in your state. And, and that's why it is really important that Freedom get some type of a political action committee with some really reasonable people together before 2000, too much longer into 2016. Because come November, we're going to have a presidential election and a bunch of congressional elections. And that's really a good time to have people in every state that have the where for all and are reasonable enough that you can send them in and go, not going to browbeat you. Here's a little bit of paperwork with some brief reading on kind of what we're up against. We would really like some help with this because it's going on globally uh, and severely in the United States. 
you know, and just be as gracious, as nice, and, you know, don't try to occupy a lot of their time um, and, and hand them something, talk to them about it briefly, and then hand them something that's even, you know, brief to read. And and try to make 2016 a year where we actually can get somebody on the inside without having to spend the money on a lobbyist. Because, you know, as you probably heard earlier when we were talking about political lobbying, that would be a great thing for us. Can't afford it. You know, if you took you know, every account of every TI in the country and compiled it, it probably would buy about a week of lobbying. You know, that's a that's very expensive. And that's why you see oil companies and Planned Parenthood and people that are like that, they, they have multiple lobbyists. And those people's job is to go to that congressman's office every single day with his favorite cup of Starbucks, you know, and just a little memorandum that says, hey, you know, just remember to keep passing those bills that keep us getting funded and I'll keep bringing you coffee and, hey, my brother-in-law has a ranch. Do you want to go hunting this weekend? And, you know, if we could do that, it would be great because we could bring this to an end probably in about a year. But hiring a good lobbyist, it's not thousands of dollars. It's millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, good question, um, James. Thank you. Um, Thank you, Dr. Hall. Uh, What's Massachusetts? Hi, um, Dr. Hall. This is uh, Kate in Massachusetts. Um, I, I counsel a lot of people that call in um, about V2K, and um, I just was curious, do you know what the cost of that um, machine is, the ELF wave um, that Generator? you talked about? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's it was, you know, several years ago, it was probably about 79 or $80. I think okay. it's gone oh, that's up. That's not too bad. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it's not terribly expensive. It's I think yeah. it's going for about a hundred bucks now, and it's um, a company, at least the one that that we did all of our studies with, um, was a company out of Florida, as I recall, and I I think I mentioned the name in the in the book, um, okay. Kelly Kelly it, Kelly Research Technologies. They're not in Florida. They're in Lake Mont, Georgia. Georgia, okay. Yeah, and and that's Kelly with a Y, K-E-L-L-Y, Research Why? Technologies. Okay. Yeah, okay. and it's originally they put it out as an elf blocker, is uh-huh. what they call it, which is actually transmitting elf waves, but it does transmit elf waves at 7.83 hertz plus or minus, which is really the where you want to be. And this and this would really be for V2K. Anything else, like the those of us experiencing the um, electronic torture, um, you know, the burning, the um, pulsing, um, the vibrating, any of that can in any way be affected? Yeah. If, the, if you make the V2K go away, most of that disappears because they can't find you to do it. Fabulous. Yeah. And and there's no and there's no magic bullet and no easy way to tell you to do it, except for the fact that you have to just focus on ignoring them. And the problem I see with most TIs is they fervently listen to everything that those people say during B2K, thinking that yeah. you're going to glean something valuable out of it. Right. And I'm when, and when you into and that when, right now with two people, yes. Yeah. And when you finally realize you're not going to glean anything valuable out of it, and they and they start to and you start to lose them. That's when they start bombarding you with vulgarities or personal things to try to rile you up so you communicate back. And the whole reason that's done is to keep you entrained. 
Mm-hmm. As long as you're entrained, then you're visible within their spectrum to be able to attack you with the rest of the constellation of weapon systems. If you can stop the entrainment and stop the voices, then most of the rest of this kind of slowly slips away. So, Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. Well, Shelly, I hate to do this to you. I better get out there and feed my animals, man. They are they're going nuts on me. <laughs> ten ten twenty here. So but yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you wanna if you wanna plan another one of these in not too long, then that certainly would be fine too. Well, I appreciate it so much for taking that time out of your day. I know you're busy. I I um you I yeah, we need some more um efforts so that we can come together for these, some of these awareness ideas that you have and be really grateful that to have you, you know, keep um in contact with us and giving us good suggestions. I think that committee that you talked about, a political action committee, I think we should be working on that for sure. Yeah, yeah. And we I need to start on that right away. That has got to be a must. Yeah, yeah and right. um, I hope you have a good holidays. Are you planning anything for the Christmas holiday? No, no, all my all my family's here, so I'll just be in there and working. You know, this is our busiest time in the healthcare thing because Everybody's trying to get surgeries and procedures done before their deductible turns over in January. So right now the the, the medical work is pretty much 24-7. So. Okay. Well, thank you but, so much. A very interesting, sure. very um, promising, and uh, and thank you for your information and your time. We really appreciate it, John. Yep, and, and that's one thing I can want to leave you with is you know what, no matter how down you get about this, Trust me, it's not as bad as it was 15 or 20 years ago when I first came on the scene. There was nothing about it. And when you mentioned it anywhere, you were looked at as a pariah. I mean, there's more out there about this and more people coming forward with research that has come out that kind of proves our points than ever. So even though while it's still going on and most of the time we haven't gotten it to go away, we're in a lot better standing than we've ever been. So, you know, it's taken a long time to get here, but... Believe it or not, no matter how bad you have it, I mean, at least it's out there. I mean, because when my book came out, my attorney read it, and he said, I can't believe you're going to print this. You're a doctor. They're going to think you're crazy. You're going to lose your license, and that's it, you know, because this is crazy crap. And I don't believe it. You lost it for a little while. You lost your license for a little while. You had to get it back. Uh Yeah, yeah. And this was my attorney. Now, the Uh same attorney that told me that about a year ago, called me up and said, hey, you know that book you wrote, you know, you know, all those years ago? And I said, yeah. And he goes, it's happening to me and my wife. Who do I call or what, who do I write to make it stop? And I said, you know what? You, you told me you didn't believe me when that book came out. He goes, well, I believe you now because it's happening to both of us. What do I do? And I said, you know what? You figure out who to write to make it stop. You let me know. So, hmm. you know, I mean, you know, and, and that's the quickest Unfortunately, that's probably the only quick way to get non-believers to believe is when it happens to them. But um, after talking to him, one of the reasons I wrote guinea pigs the way I wrote it is so people can use it to convince their loved ones that this really is going on. Because I tried to lay it out as scientifically as I could uh, in that book. So, you know, please, if you're having problems dealing with a family member, have them read it because realistically it's laid out so well in that if they don't believe it after reading that, give up on trying to convince them because they're never going to believe it. So. Right. Yeah, I looked. Uh, I like your hyperspace, um, your video. And he has uh, a lot of videos on uh, YouTube and uh, his books. Um, and your movie that's coming out, when again? Targeted? 
hopefully if we can I'd like to see it out sometime in 2016 I mean once we have the rest of the investment money in it and can start shooting and finish it um, it, it's really not going to take much longer it's just right now where you, you know you you all of that has to go through the Security Exchange Commission to be able to take investments to do it and that's where we're at so I'm hoping 2016 well, good luck with that, and thank you for coming in and, and talking with us and, and updating us, and um, and you have a good night. Yeah, you too. Anytime, Shell. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Sorry, I see you. Um, Southeast Pennsylvania, West Oklahoma. Had to poo. Hi. Had to poo. I'm going to say... Honorable Shelley, Honorable Mr. Pete Centilli, and all the Freedom from Covert Harassment family and friends and members. I am Angel Lady Love, Angela Del Philly, Lady Truth, Oracle Rama BB. I am. And uh, I was hoping someone will tell Honorable Dr. Hall, the guest that just left, <laughs> what I'm about to say. I have been targeted well over 50 years without saying my age. And moreover, within the past 35 to 40 years, I've been investigating on my own. So I was humbled when Honorable Queen Mother Elvira brought to my attention about the FFCHS. And I'm hearing all these things that people have been going through that I've been experiencing all alone. And I therefore have been investigating. I do not have Internet nor computer now, but nonetheless, we have to first start off, excuse me, we have to first start off with what Honorable Dr. Hall had said. We have to learn tolerance for each other. I've noticed a lot of people have the tendency to be, how can I say, think that their targeting is over another one's or this person isn't saying what they want to hear the person say. We have to recognize that even what Honorable Dr. Hall was saying a minute ago about how a person can be far in a distance area that has no, no Wi-Fi and all of that, they have already showed us on 60 Minutes and even that movie Enemy of the State that they use the satellites. And right. even Indonesia, when they were hit with that tsunami, and I, I can be corrected, but I think it was December 24, 2004, I mean, December 26, 2004, that the president then of Indonesia had told them, the main countries like Great Britain and the rest, no, I don't want your help. I want the pictures from the satellite. So even these remote countries that we don't always talk about are knowing mm -hmm. that they're being targeted. And these mankind-made earthquakes, tsunamis, all of it's done with the satellites. And, and, and other variables. But moreover, what I want to say, and please tell Honorable Dr. Hall, we have been so conditioned, programmed, to call our employees the government. In this country, the United States of America, we the people are the government. And they are supposed to ask us, what do we want to need? It matters not what their political party is. We have more than a two-party system. The Democratic Party has nothing to do with the fact that we have a democracy. And the Republican Party has nothing to do with the fact that we are a republic. We have the constitutional libertarian as well as Green Party. We even have socialists and communists. And we also have independent. That means a person that's registered but not with a party. The only time 
The only time that it matters the registered party is when it's the primary. But because we don't know our rules and laws, our employees have been putting questions on the primaries. They know less people come out to vote. And if the registered participant is registered with a party that does not have a candidate from whom they are going to select from and to present in the general election, is no such thing as a midterm election, then they can't vote for those questions. And the Tea Party is not a ballot, B-A-L-L-O-T, party. And I've heard all of you say something about, well, they have started these laws now that for a non-consensual, they can do this to us. That's a lie. That's a lie. The, the Declaration of Independence, excuse me, I don't know who's doing that, but that's called a perping. Uh, the Declaration of Independence is a ratified law, and it clearly says when we start reading it, it clearly says the consent of the governed. That's we the people. And I don't care all these other lies and these people that have put these things forth are null and void until we stand up and take our rightful stance. I don't understand this. I wrote to my senator. I wrote to my congressman. First of all, a congressman only has a two-year, one term. So how are they staying in office for 50 years and, and all of that? And then in 2008, it was reported that our votes were going to be outsourced to Spain, to some company in Spain, the country, to count. Don't we have people that can count votes here? And all of these other laws and acts, acts are temporary. So, temporary. so the other Have some respect. Hello? Hello? Let me see what is this lady. I'm just see if she got her better. Hey, Shelly, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Darlene was trying to get unmuted. She wanted to ask Dr. Hall about it. I think it's a little late oh. now. He went off. But, uh, yeah. I, I got, did uh, the Mary from uh, Central Michigan call in tonight? Have you talked to her? Okay. Yeah, I, I looked I can't for her. I looked for her, and I thought I had her unmuted at one time. Yeah, uh, I know. I know Derek's. Uh, I know Derek's troll, uh, Joe Dixon, come on last week, and on his call told somebody that we just ran over her, we didn't talk to her, and then I said I'd go see her in the shining armor. He made a big deal about Ken Rose. Fifteen minutes after that woman called in, uh, I think it was Melinda B. called me and gave me her phone number. I called the woman, and I talked to her. She said, no, I did not get cut off. Can you still hear me? Right, exactly, yes. Okay, she said, I did not get cut off, so I asked her to come in tonight. But she also told me that she sent Derek in September a five-page letter with $150, and she never got a reply on it. So all, was, of them want, all of them that want to follow Derek off the cliff, go ahead and follow him. He, he, I guarantee he, he might not respond to the five-page letter, but I guarantee he cashed the $150 check she sent. 
And so Joe, so Joe Dixon can troll and do all he wants to do about Ken Rose. Bring it on, Joe, because I'm waiting for you. That's all I got to say. Okay. So is Mary from Michigan, are you there? Isn't that the right name? Michigan. Central Michigan. Yeah, she, yes, and she she also asked me if I would drive to Flint to talk to her two sons and her daughter to inform them what she was inform them about what she was going through and I told her absolutely I would drive up there. So all all these people want to troll and do all their games because they they're butthurt about Derek taking all the money and leaving FFCH with nothing. They can keep going their way. I got no use for them whatsoever. We're got we're getting hang on, I've got everybody muted, but you and another person. Okay. So I had two people with Michigan. Are you there, Ken? I'm I'm still here. Yeah, I'm looking, so I can't find anybody in Michigan. Yeah, yeah Kenny, I'm in. Uh, Shelly, she's 75 years old, and she's been going through hell. And the poor woman, she said, Kenny, I got my message out. I just wanted the group to know if I died, I got murdered. I didn't get killed. Then, then somebody's got to come in and say, that you cut her off, and I told her to move on. You know, before you start, before people start making statements, they should they should know what the hell they're talking about. That's right. Yeah, because she just wanted to... Uh, make sure that, uh, you, you know, something happens to her. And I caught that, you know. So then uh, it was it was redone. Joe had made his own version of uh, what he interpreted and, and made it sound like we cut this woman off, and that's not the truth at all. Uh, you know, she said, I just wanted, I just wanted on the record that if anything happens to me, it's, you know, done by these guys. And I said, duly noted. And then he made some comment about later on we we readdressed and uh, got her some networking because um, Duncan was on the air and the group came together and and uh, asked her about uh, you know some some networking with her and and, and then Kenny even offers um, she had asked Kenny to go over and help her with her family in explaining this uh, program that were that were, she was in and um, and you know Joe made the remark oh the the knight and shining army I mean it's just it's it's not so you know, it, it's it's going to help, bro. It, it's um, you know, it's immature and, and uh, negative. Well, I wonder, I wonder what side they're really working on, because I personally don't, I I don't think that FLCH has to be running very good from the start. But I just wonder whose side they're really working on. But that that's all I got to say. All right, Ken. Thank well, thank you. Hi, thank Hi, Ken. Hi, uh, Shelley, Darlene, Miles here. Hi. Hi, Ken, thank you. I'm sure you've probably helped to have me unmuted. I was trying to get unmuted while Dr. Hall was on the call um, because he was talking about um, a lot of what has happened in the past. He touched base on what is happening in, happening currently, but he didn't he did not discuss it in depth the way that I would prefer that he did. Um, this is now 2015. We're about to go into 2016. We are looking at, in just 2012, 75 senators 
who approved 30,000 hunter-kill drones that are armed with nanosensor payloads that are going to be surveilling our skies. And that is very important, and I wanted to talk to him about that. I realized today I had not been on LinkedIn. I've been in technology, building systems of all kinds for over 25 years. And I realized today, after four years, I had not been on the system in LinkedIn that Dr. Hall was following me. And so is the new Dana Priest from the Washington Post and a lot of other people in media and research, which was quite interesting. So I wanted to, one, ask him about that, but two, discuss his knowledge, which seems to have been just not completely broadened on why is there a need to put 30,000, which there were 75 senators, they're on Ken Rhodes' website, gmnken.com, 75 senators who have approved a $65 billion budget for 30,000 additional drones, hunter-kill weaponized drones over the skies of the United States. This is not for war. When you read their training documents, which you can also now click on the link from the ACLU Freedom of Information Act. There, that's also there. It's right at the top of the of, of his site. You can begin to read through some of the documents. You can see which agency is requesting them. But what is most important is look at the ones where it says Joint Chief. That means every agency, every every uh, every uh, um, psych ops group. Sadly. CIA, NSA, FBI, all fall under, and more, any intelligence apparatus falls under DOD. And DOD is the one who has this age-old, non-compliant, with no oversight, DOD directive that says every citizen and others on U.S. soil can be used under that DOD directive 5240.1-R procedure, every human can be used for experimentation for intelligence purposes. Now, people say, well, where does that come from? If you look at, there's a sample Senate appropriations budget. Also on his website, there's many more that are out there, but there are several that are samples that show the drone nanosensors with with payloads that are GPS to track the human body. They are infrared to light the body so that it can be seen through the walls of your home, chemical and biological. That's pharmaceutical. That's any kind of weaponry you want to inject into a human being to cause illness or death, heart attack, stroke, aneurysms, Etc. There's the slashes on your skin that you see, where you're bleeding, where you're seeing bruising, etc. It all it is all there in writing in their own words. Looking for which is the, and I'm not going to stay longer than about three more minutes. The joint targeting document under DOD for of individuals and groups. It looks only for law-abiding citizens. 
and it uses health and human services. So if by chance you're retired, you're of age where you're now receiving Social Security because you've worked all your life, where you can now at least get back a portion, which is nothing, of what you've paid into a big flop of, of, of government money, then your name is now on this list also. So, or Medicaid, or or I guess it could be medical assistance as in welfare, I guess, if that would be the medical assistance, that there, all those names are there as well as every citizen. And one thing I wanted to at least discuss with Dr. Hall was when you look at the targeting and the spraying of chemtrails, and that now chemtrails also include nanosensors, and those nanosensors, which are 80,000 times smaller than a strand of hair and that they can be shot into our homes through roofs if you don't have a steel roof. Now you can look at companies out there wanting roofing companies that will do steel roofs with a discount for military personnel so that they don't have to have drones shooting in nanosensors into the bodies of their family members in their home. This is crazy. I did not hear Dr. Hall's understanding of what has changed. Yes, there is targeting and there has been chipping of human beings. There is research that have existed long before our parents were bo- were born. But now you have the approval of 30,000 more at the point in which they did that in 2012. There was approximately 8,000 drones already in the air. Drones of all sizes with with halos. Yes. Darling, Dr. Hall said he'd come back on, so Shelly's been doing a very good job of bringing people on. So next time he comes on, we'll make sure you can ask him the questions on that. Well, I may miss that, so I'm just, because I'm not always on these calls, but I want other listeners that are listening to hear that there, there, there are many millions of citizens that are being targeted. Every citizen in one form or another is being targeted. So if you're breathing air and there's chemtrails, you're being targeted with some type of chemical or biological weapon that your body is now consuming, your water, the food we eat. But then there are those that are more knowledgeable because they make us knowledgeable. It it almost appears to be, just from a logic standpoint, a strategy. You make certain groups or individuals aware of what is happening in your life, and then that creates a scare tactic where you're still using those who are are which there's not that in every police department. I've met some great police officers and our first responders. I've met some great re- first responders. Even in, in our government, I've met some I've great met some senators. Great. But with all of that being said, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm nearly done, give me one more no, I have a minute. question. I you, have a no, question. I just want to finish and then I'm done, and you can please answer your question honestly. One minute, I'm done. You have all these people that are out there that are knowledgeable of what is going on in our country, they're becoming, some of them weren't even knowledgeable, but now they're more knowledgeable. All right, there's the noise campaign. So at that point, I'll stop. But it's a point that every citizen is at risk 
and in danger of these technologies. And, and the technologies have changed. And people are being targeted by pharmaceutical companies, government agencies, by low-level criminals for your property, your children, your homes, by individuals who decide to side with the, the, the criminals. Uh, it could be husbands or wives to take, you know, possession of children or to drive a spouse, you know, into an insane asylum. It's sad. I mean, people yeah. that access. May I ask a question? Hello? Uh, uh, you have a, a comment or made a comment about the lasers that can they shoot chemicals into your body? Are you speaking to me? I don't know that I said the word laser. I, I was talking about drones. But nanosensors are uh, nanosensors. Nano sensors are currently on all the drones, hunter kill drones that are now being manufactured at different sizes, from the Reaper and, and to something smaller. And if you go to gmnkin.com, you'll need, now see an update of different sized drones that are positioned in our skies. They literally hover like stars in our skies and they oh, can spray you, over communities. So. It, it, it doesn't even matter anymore. They have directed energy, electromagnetic frequencies, and these sensors, these nanosensors that are causing our skin, the, the, the blood clots, the slashing, the bleeding that we see. Those are nanosensors breaking through our skin, and they're hitting us as though they're shooting, oh, they're shooting, shooting, shooting guns. Shooting guns. At, at. <coughs> And I'm I, think, I think that's also, a little. I think that's a little extreme. Uh, it's just like John no, said. You may, not have, you may not have go heard John. To, he said no, that the wife. The wife. go back to the site. The, things have changed. The use of drones has cost too much. The listen. It's in your environment. All, it ain't got every, nothing to do with drones. All types of technology exist. I'm only talking about their documentation. Everything that I've said, Dwight. It's on Ken Rose websites in their words, not mine. I'm well, only you can find all kind this. of information on the internet. There's all kind no, of when you're, No, no, no. When you, when you, you find an official, the white, when you find an official government document that says that you have nanosensors that are GPS, that they are infrared, that they are chemical and they are biological, and how they're used, that's their document. It's not ours. It's not mine or yours. Right. We've got a bunch of people that want to talk. I mean, I've got like 10 people. In the, um, Catherine, to be fair, we're kind of, I want to put like a 10-minute limit. So um, I, a couple more, you know, one more minute, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask somebody well, else. Well, Shelly, I, I appreciate that, and I won't say anything else, but I just want to say that there's no limitation on what has happened. Technology changes, and, and citizens are being targeted by different forms of technology for different reasons and by different people. We have pharmaceutical companies. We have agencies. We have all types of chemical criminals who have access to, to this million and million dollar technology that I want to stop on that note. I just wanted to say that. Thank you, darling. I'm sorry to, about the, uh, the noise in the background. That's all right, Shelley. That's all right. I'm for your just, I'll be quiet. So we really do thank you for your activism. Okay. You know, all right. you know, let me say something. 
All yeah. these people want to do that and cut somebody off because they don't agree with them. I heard other people speaking earlier. Nobody was doing that to them. So right. we all got to treat each other with respect here. Whether you like what somebody's saying or not, we need to treat each other with respect. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, one thing I'd like to say, and I know that I've already spoken, but I just want to, I've made several comments in the chat room, and I want to, uh, I really think that I'm speaking on behalf of some of the people in the chat room. Darlene, that uh, actually I believe that most of the t- most of the targeted individuals disagree with you and your analysis of this, that that uh, that drones are playing that big of a, a role in what's going on here. And that was me that asked Dr. Hall about the cell towers and the Gwen towers, and that that would be much easier for the government to use that technology to control and manipulate and attack a humanity with these stationary objects that can be tro- that, uh, can be controlled at central locations without having a bunch of drone operators that have to be trained in manned aerial uh, aircraft, uh, surveillance and landing techniques, and all of these other things. And um, so, see, my question is, is or or this is what I'm going to say, is I believe that you're putting way too much stock in these government documents that you believe are real. And my point is, is that I believe these documents that you are putting all of this weight in are actually a diversion to the truth, and you're falling into the government deception because who in this call believes what the, uh, just because the government prints up something, can we actually, in this day and age, after what the government is doing to us, believe that anything that they print is actually the truth? And that's all I'm going to say on it. Okay, I'm going to let Dar- um, Darlene say something in that defense because it's not all drones. So some of the programming is drones, and they. Thank you for unmuting me, yes. Shelley. I appreciate. I sincerely appreciate that. To the gentleman who made this comment, I will sincerely make it very brief. I don't. I'm reading exactly what they have said. And the drone industry increased in 2009, and there were a lot of victims that became victimized in 2009. And if you now are writing in your documentation and training and developing 30,000 additional drones that have been approved, that it's on Ken's website, every senator who has approved these 30,000 drones, $65 billion dollars. And then if you look at the actual drones drones and what they do and what what they're developed to do, that's a noise campaign. And that gives me me pleasure because I know that what I'm saying is true. And if you're talking nanosensors, and we have looked at victim after victim with slice after slice that you can be hit in your home through the walls with these types of devices that you're trying to GPS each citizen and control the citizens. And if you're injecting chemicals and any person can, can link onto a drone technology with a payload that can cause harm to society, sir, there are official documents that are there. I can't say anything else other than that. Now, I understand that there was chipping and all of these other things that have happened in our lifetime and before our lifetime. But right now, 
if you're telling me that this is what you're doing and you're giving training on it and you're saying exactly what the target area should be and you're giving it a false diagnosis of fibromyalgia and it's coming out to one in 50 citizens in our country, that's 6.8 million people. If you're thinking that there's an assumption of 318 million citizens or others on U.S. soil. I, I, you, you can, I, I can accept what you say. I accept what everyone says because we have no idea why there's such evilness. But what is sad, and I'll end on this, is exactly when you're looking at the DOD directive and it says that even the DOD, which is all of the agencies that fall under DOD, if you go out and look at the org chart, every intelligence agency falls under DOD. If you're saying that DOD within this DOD directive that allows for every citizen to be targeted from our president on down, okay, if that's what this directive, and that's what it says, I'm not speaking of my own documentation. I'm speaking of what they wrote. Is it, 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 it that can be used? Then that says, who would create this to destroy our country? Now, I, I'm speaking something a little bit different. I'm not talking about agencies. I'm not talking just about pharmaceutical companies or any individuals. Who would create such a horrific document that says no one in the United States or basically our planet is exempt from these harms? This is sick. So who did it? Is it a foreign country? Is it the United States? Or was someone under mind control when they wrote a directive? Such as that. But we all know that we're on a call tonight because we have been harmed and we're being harmed. We're being sliced and diced in our homes. And my last statement is I have sections on my body that did not exist before 2009 that are 56 holes in my breast that won't close because of wounds. I didn't have that before 2009. So whatever the reasoning is and whatever is going on, the slicing and dicing and the scarring of our bodies, the bleeding when we're in our showers, the women that are being assaulted, the men that are being assaulted, this exists. And whatever form of technology, whether it's nanosensors, whether it's arching, there's all kinds of crap that is going on out there and people or someone or some company some country is playing games with the citizens of this country. And sadly, when you put 30,000 drones in the sky and you know that they have the capabilities of doing everything to us, that we used to think only, oh, directed energy is coming from a satellite or an aircraft. No. If you have a drone that can do everything that has been going on to us, along with low orbiting satellites, if you go to I think it's radiofrequency.com. I wish Tanya was on the phone tonight, which she would bring it up. I could go and look in my office and get the exact, the exact website. It will show you all the research satellites that are circling our, our Earth, our right. entire planet, okay, Caroline, I'm, I've got, 24 I'm hours a day. Caroline, I'm sorry, Shirley. I'm, I'm done. Sorry. Caroline, I'm, I'm done. Okay. Well, thank you. For, uh, and uh, thank you for sharing that. You have always got good information. And I am now going to um, allow some other callers to participate. But thank you, Darlene. Can someone uh, give us a recap, please, of who's running 
freedom, where we are with voting of a president. Uh, that's my first question, and how long it's going to take, because a lot of TIs are withholding sending donations until freedom is more stabilized and until a president is in place. Also, um, Dr. Hall did think that a friends and family uh, call would, several calls, you know, maybe one every three months or something would be very beneficial. So is there someone who can look into that? And those are my two questions. Thank you. And I hope uh, all TIs have a lovely holiday season. Well, thank you. Uh, we are we're trying to uh, reorganize, but I think some people that are in it put into place. Uh, I'm only doing this temporarily. Uh, as soon as we get a president, uh, someone else will be uh, speaking. I might be moderating, but uh, but we are working really hard to reorganize and and. Uh, present a uh, transparent, uh, you know, so, and uh, and definitely, I mean, if you, uh, I mean, Ken Rhodes does his part, and Dee Dee, and, uh, and myself, who's making the decisions, is, have you appointed an acting president? No, we don't have to have an acting president right away, we want to make the right decision, we want to make the right decision, and uh, and we don't and uh, it's gonna and, that, and because um, a lot of people have been pushed out of FFCHS. Well, I don't know if it's been through um, you know management or or been through you know calls or whatever the reason is. But they're now starting to come back around from uh, you know professional people or just people that now feel comfortable. You know, there's more um, sharing. We're trying to get to everybody on the calls. Uh, we want your input. You know, uh, we want to do some activism. We're trying to get great good speakers for you guys. Um, you know, we're working hard. And so um, as soon as we get, you know, a, a candidacy that we think would um, really, you know, and work with us and benefit, um, you know, targeted issues, uh, you know, grounded, and, and you know, uh, I'd like to see maybe a whistleblower in there. But um, so but thanks for asking, but we are doing everything we can. Um, Do you have a date where you project that there uh, that you will put the candidates that have applied for president out there. And yeah. I'd also like other TIs to comment on their feelings about electing a president, not board members, but actual TIs. So no, that's that we not can how the board is set up. It's the board is set up. It's a board vote. And um, uh, you can you can research that, who has to say. Um, you know, uh, as far as, a, uh, you know, we do consider the, the targets, the opinions, and, and the opinions are... are not real strong about different, you know, uh, you know. So we want to make it a president that most TIs like it, uh, you know, that uh, accepts up, you know, both issues: uh, organized stalking, electronic harassment. Uh, so it, you know, um, we want to do the best thing, you know, to yes, represent. Yes, but do you have a time frame? Because it just seems like it keeps going on and on and on, and you don't say, okay, by the end of February 2016, we're going to have a president in place, et cetera, et cetera, because what, what we don't want to do as freedom is continue to go on indefinitely with board members coming and going, being kicked off for this or that. We need a president in there who can run the show and have some stability. Let me answer her there. We okay. talked to an attorney. He told us we, we can bring a board, uh, president on any time we want to. Our main thing right now is trying to pick up the basket of 
crap that we got left with. We got left with no money, no nothing, and every and 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 it wasn't being run right to start with. The person running it took all the money. He controlled all the money. He controlled everything. He put the board in he wanted. It's taking time to get other people, and we welcome anybody who wants to be on the board to put in an application. And we also welcome anybody who wants to be a president. But we're not going to say, oh, next month we're going to have a president. If we don't, we're going to pick the right one. So that, that's where that's at. But if anybody thinks that FFCH ain't going to make it, they're wrong. We are going to make it, and it ain't going to be with Derek Robinson. We're going to have a stronger group than it was ever put in here. It's going to be run right. It's going to be transparent. That's what I got to say. Thank you. That's basically what we what we're working towards. Absolutely. Thank you. If, you think, if if anybody thinks they'd be a good board member or a good president, put your application in. Okay. Thank you, Ken. I hope that answers your question. Central California. Central California, Jeff. That's okay, Shelley. I I forgot what my question was. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. Okay, let's go down here. Okay, Western Washington State, do you have a comment or question? Uh, Yes, I do, actually. Uh, Two things. One is, uh, as far as the whole drone conversation goes, we are suffering from remote control and where we can have remote heart attacks, remote brain aneurysms, things like this. So drones really isn't uh, much of a uh, concern for us. Um, other than that, I wanted to see if anybody else had more information on signal blocking from the you know, 0.1 hertz all the way up to the 20, 30 hertz just to see if anybody else had more experience with the signal blocking. That's it. Thank you. Uh, I would just like to say I put a few posts on the chat line as as uh, John was talking about scalar waves and about some of the technology they use. When they send a, if you look up at your cell towers, you might see two antennas per side, and there might be three sides. Well, if they send one signal out and they send the same signal out 180 degrees out of phase, that signal disappears. It won't be detected. Uh, It'll be a null signal. However, at the interferon points of these two transmissions, there is a vacuum where the signal will build energy and travel on. And it is said that that uh, signal can travel even around the world. So the things they're doing, and and there's a lot more uh, sites on scalar wave technology if you do the research. And uh, scalar, 
is a bio frequency. And it's natural to most animals and humans. It's your known as your sixth sense. Uh, anyway, if you do the, the research on it, a lot of it has to do with hiding the signal. Hi, I'm calling from Wisconsin. Um, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Ken Rhodes. He was um, a, a gentleman and, and came to see me uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, my computer went down and I was having a, a, a lot of trouble here in Wisconsin. And um, he came to see me and sent me a, a laptop and he's been uh He's been a lifesaver for me. He's been to see me three times since I've been um, a victim in this program, um, coming from uh, Michigan. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you. And to Dwight, I've been grounding myself. I um, I feel uh, better. I, I don't know if um, they've done something to the – I grounded myself to the water pipe that goes into the ground in my basement and uh, I don't know if they can do something to that water pipe out from my house, but um, it it was uh, very painful for me last night for some reason. Um, if you know the answer to that, I certainly would appreciate if you could if if you'd let me know. Uh, no, as long as your uh, water pipe is metal and goes into the ground, it it, it is a good ground. Uh, so they, I don't know. They don't can't know do something. Sick. They can't do something uh, with with it from the street to electrify the electrify it coming into the house. No, ma'am. If they try to do that, uh, all the electricity would dissipate into the ground. You have to know that the earth is negative, negatively okay. charged. We live in two spheres. One is the earth. The other sphere is the ionosphere. Between the earth and the ionosphere is the tension, the electrostatic tension. Everything positive eventually runs into something negative, uh, lightning in, in the clouds. They will, they will discharge against each other and eliminate each other, these charges. Some of the charges travel through the air by... Uh, conductive particles in the air all the way to ground are like charges to the ground. But once you get to the ground, most of your positive charges won't tend to go to the ground. They don't okay. come backward. Now, you have negative electrons that you want to come up from the ground and the Schumann's residence, uh, which is 7.83 hertz. You want that into your body. When you're grounding yourself, you're putting yourself into that frequency of 7.83 hertz. You're, you're resonating that against your body. You're pulling in free electrons to balance out the free radicals in your body. I, I put a statement in the chat line up there about how magnetic induction occurs. Magnetic induction is, is used with uh, magnets. Uh, when you have magnets in your body, and that's what a free radical ends up being. Every mm -hmm. electron that is singular in atoms that, that are supposed to have dual electrons, they now have a, a spin not equal to zero. Therefore, they're like tiny magnets. 
So you're being magnetically inducted or induced into this terror program. You need to get rid of these free radicals out of your body. You need to balance them out. You need to, and, and by the way, they're also using technologies to give you more free radicals. These, these uh, attacks that feel like microwave attacks, that feel like frequency attacks, heating your body up. Uh, yeah. yeah. All, of, all of this is to give you more free radicals. So when you're earthing yourself, you're dissipating this energy to ground, and you're pulling in free electrons to help balance your body out. It takes time. It's okay. not something that will happen immediately. I've been uh, doing it for um, almost two weeks now, and what and I what I did with the ground wire is I I wrapped the ground wire in aluminum, and took a, a metal strap and wrapped it around the water pipe. Is that that's, a, that's great? Okay, that's great. good. And then I that'll do it. And then I um, wrapped the other end, the coiled copper. Um, in a, a small pack of aluminum and attached it um, under a ace bandage on my leg. So right, that's, right. And you that's... don't have to stay connected to this thing. You're not. It's not like you're connected to it for life. Just use it when you sleep, when you're sitting still. You know, if you need to get up and do something, just take it off and go do it. It's it's not remaining in contact with the earth. It is sessions to help rebalance the free radicals in your body, to help balance them out. You have to have so many, but you need to balance them out so that you're not induced by this magnetic induction. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Ken helped me set that up when he was up here. Hey, y'all hear me? Uh, Dwight and uh, uh, Ken Rose, look here. uh, I think we need to get in contact with Bobby Kennedy, man, okay? Because yesterday there was a a protest in front of the CDC, Center for the Disease Control in Atlanta, Georgia, okay? And uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. is leading the effort against the CDC. So if we can contact Bobby Kennedy Jr. and uh, uh, what's the other guy, Uh, Michael, uh, well, anyway, just Bobby Kennedy Jr. That's who we need to contact. Ken Rose, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Well, well, but please, it's imperative to contact Bobby Kennedy Jr., man, because he's the leader effort against the CDC about all these shots and uh, pharmaceuticals that they're giving people to kill them, man. So if, I think Bobby Kennedy, if he can get our information, I think that'll be the one that'll open all this up for us, man. And Mike Wesley. Moore, Bobby Kennedy Jr. Yeah, how you doing, brother? Wesley, do you, have, do you have a link or something that we can go to, or, or do you have – did you find any information on the internet to uh, get to this story? Uh, well, it's Bobby Kennedy Jr. Man, everybody know him, and it, 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 this is the second protest that uh, that's been at the CDC. They had one about a couple of months ago, and and they had one yesterday, man. See when stuff like that happened, the press don't want this stuff to get out, man. So this is Atlanta, that, Georgia. That was, that was down in Atlanta, right in front of the CDC yesterday, man, from seven o'clock a.m. To 2 p.m. yesterday. Okay, I'll have to do some research on that. That's interesting. Yes, sir. And check out Bobby Kennedy Jr. and, and Michael Moore, man. Them the two advocates that I guarantee if we get in contact with at least Bobby Kennedy Jr. and let him know what's going on. And uh, I'm quite sure all we got to do is join in with his protest against uh, 
these, these harmful uh, uh, pharmaceuticals that they're giving these shots with to children with mercury, man. That's causing autism in a lot of these children. See, all this is linked, man. You know, let, let me make a statement here. And, and I do appreciate you you bringing my name. My phone number is 586-295-6062, and I'll be happy to talk to you. Right now I'm in Ohio because they arrested uh, Pete Santelli, and he's been coming out strong on our events and what they're doing to us. So I'm down here right now, but we need everybody to get out and start doing things, not just Ken Rose. I, I'm saying I'm the only one that does anything, but there's a lot of people doing a lot of things, and that's what it's going to take to bring this out. Everybody doing something. But I appreciate right. your time. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If anybody gets the message of Dr. John Hall to contact Bobby Kennedy Jr. and Michael Moore, I'm quite sure Michael Moore would be glad to get in this movie, man. These are the two, these are the two advocates that we need. If we can get one of them, or maybe both, uh, I think we'll be getting somewhere, man. That's all the information I got. And uh, well, let, let me tell you something you. about my. Let me tell you something about Michael Moore. He took uh, uh, man, I can't think of his name now. From Colorado, Mark Taylor. He took Mark Taylor and put him in a video, and then he come out. Because Mark Taylor believes in the Second Amendment. Mark Taylor's in a mental ward right now. And I've been in contact with him for over a year now, and there's nothing I can do for these parents. Because uh, Michael Moore, uh, uh, when when I, I I did a campaign against the death penalty in 2010, uh, uh, when when Atlanta executed Troy Davis, and I did an interview with Amy Gooden, and Michael Moore came to my defense. So if y'all look up uh, uh interview with Amy Gooden in 2010, uh, I did, Michael Moore did come to my defense, okay? He's a good brother, man. I tried to contact him. I sent him emails, but uh, I couldn't, I guess it never got to him. But uh, I think that'll be our two advocates, man. Bobby Kennedy Jr., he he ready, man, because that's all he talk about is how the CDC is poisoning the children. They're getting these children by 60 shots, man, and the measles, mumps, and rubella shot. Them, it's, each shot is uh, a combination of 30 shots with mercury and ground up fetus and uh, all those kind of atrocities they put in these, in these inoculations, man. So if we can link around with this movement with Bobby Kennedy, I think we'll be getting somewhere, man. Bobby Kennedy Jr., if anybody listening, man. That's all the information okay. I got. So I, we, I, I we let somebody to, else talk, man. We, I appreciate your comments, but we need to link up with anybody. But most of the, most of the thing the target individuals do is they just say, I'm just going to use the Tea Party. They run in there and all they want to say, oh, I'm a T.I., I'm a T.I., I'm a T.I. You know, you got to be willing to work with other people to get them to work with you. And that's what we need to learn how to do. And, that, and I, I'm, that's what I've always done, I hope everybody else can do it. You think if you're just going to run in, you ain't willing to take on nobody else's, their problems, because they think their problems, it's bigger than ours. I think ours is going to destroy humanity if we don't get it solved. But you well, got to know how to believe, man. All this trick, trick knowledge is linked, man. With the food, if you get in contact with people, that's against GMOs, okay? You get uh, those people and the people that's against fluoride in the water and the people that's against chemtrails. Once everybody get linked up, man, because everybody got their limit of festivity that they're going to join into. And so once all this get linked up, then we're going somewhere. 
Absolutely, I agree with you. All right, that's all the information I got. I let somebody else talk. God bless y'all. 2016, we're going to make things happen. Okay, hey, thank Ken, you. Hey, Ken, uh, yes. you spoke about people ready to do something. Uh, Pete wanted a copy of my medical reports, and I was afraid to send them out. I haven't sent them to anybody yet, but I sent you uh, some of the paragraphs in that email. I was hoping you would uh, pass them on to Pete and uh, – let me know what y'all think about uh, uh, whatever. Okay. I, I, I can read them on line, line or read them on the air or whatever. Okay, you did send them to me. I sent them to him, but, but Pete, you know, they, they arrested Pete. And a lot yeah. of it is when, you come, when he comes out speaking about our issues, they get a lot more attention than other people. So Pete's got attention from us. That ain't going to make him back off. Because Pete, Pete believes in doing what's right, Send them to me again. I'll make sure he gets them again. I'm down. To, I'm in his studio right now. So, all right, it'll be a l- little bit, and I'll send them to you. Okay, thanks, Dwight. Okay. Right. Please. Um, I just real quick. Um, there was a guy several conversations back that was talking about scalar waves and how they're a natural part of our biological system. So what I'm wondering is. The scalar waves that they're using as a war weapon, is this a synthetic scalar wave? Uh, more than likely, yes. And uh, again, that's induction into, into your scalar area. They're inducing these signals into, into you. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm not implanted. Uh, and a lot of us have talked about implants and there's just no way that the human body can transmit even its scalar your scalar wave is like an aura it it, it is around uh maybe four foot di- uh, diameter around your body uh around your being and there's no way that that signal is strong enough to for them to scan down and pick it up so there has to be some amplifier added to your uh, your body to amplify that signal for them to pick up so again uh, it, it just seems like it would be impossible without an implanted device thank you <clears throat> okay. guys i just want to thank you for um, all the great information tonight a great, uh, great call. Appreciate it. Can I ask about the scalar waves? You're stating, uh, is that right that our bodies contain them? No, no. Uh, everything in uh, living thing in nature or, or animals and uh, beasts alike use some form of scalar. Uh, bioscalar energy, like birds, uh, they say that their compasses are connected to sensors in their eyes that use this scalar energy to know when to fly north, when to, where to fly south, or their directional systems. Uh, they say that uh, you ever got that feeling like somebody's watching me, and you turn around at the football stadium, and there's a friend waving at you. Well, that's scalar. That is your sixth sense, your it's something to tell you that when you walk into an area, you sense danger, 
you sense something. Uh, when you walk into a microwave uh, transmission, you sense that. Uh, it's, you get tingles all over your skin. This is your body telling you that this is something dangerous or, or giving you subtle, uh, subtle signals that you're in danger. It's, it's, it's a, look, uh, do the research on uh, biocommunications or bio... Uh, let's see, I did one the other day, and it, uh, I found a thread or a story that talked about uh, biocellular communications. And I dug into that, and there was a lot of stuff, but uh, I'm still digging into it. Uh, do the research along that line, along Scalar, and look at Scalar. There's there's some good sites. Uh, there's one site by a medical group about Scalar Ways, and I thought it was very good. I have the link. Uh, when I get back to my PC, uh, I'll see if I can post it. Uh, right now I'm in the kitchen uh, trying to whip something up, but... Uh, well, the reason why I asked is I'm kind of I was kind of surprised to hear that comment, and it reminded me of something. Uh, one time, I kind of had a theory about scalar, and I mean, I know nothing about this stuff, but I think I was onto something because I was actually texting somebody this information, and as soon as I did that, they like they deleted it off my phone, and I'm like, oh, I must be onto something. And my my theory was. Um, and I don't know, like I said, I don't know a lot about this, but the combination of all the frequencies together um, would combine into white light. And that, to me, would equate with the force of love. And they say love is the most powerful emotion or force or energy, I guess. So I was kind of, when I made that statement, like I said, they um, they deleted it right off my phone. So maybe there's something to that. Maybe they're coming up with, um, maybe that's what they're doing, is they're combining all the frequencies together to come up with Scalar. Yeah, if you want and to know a little bit about Scalar, uh, it used to be on Hulu. It is no longer on Hulu, but now it is on YouTube. Go to YouTube and and search for Resonance, colon, Beings of Frequency. It is a movie, uh, about a quarter way into the movie. It's a documentary on Schumann's Resonance and how people need contact with the earth. Now, a quarter way through this, they did experiments using DNA, RNA in test tubes and found out that this DNA communicated to this DNA, which was in a separate test tube, through its scalar wave technology. They say that our DNA in our body is wire, has its own wireless network. They communicate, uh, each cell communicates with each cell wirelessly. That's unbelievable, and since they've cracked the DNA code, they could figure that out, and they're probably, you know, um, synthetically or whatever, reproducing it. That's that's was my thought. Now I thought about this just recently, even though I saw that movie five years ago. Just recently, I got to thinking, 
Now, if this DNA can transmit to this DNA wirelessly from test tube to test tube without any connection, what would it take to take your DNA and put it in an electronic instrument to transmit with? That's my yeah. great my greatest fear is now they're they're not chipping us, but they're taking our DNA and putting it in a transmitter to transmit directly to that piece of DNA, and now you're picking it up somewhere else in the world. Why? Because I have a question. Yeah. What if somebody got a welding helmet? Do you think that would prevent anything? No. Why not? No. A uh, welding helmet's fiberglass. Yeah. You know what's really creepy? What if it, what if these creepy lab mad scientists that are into all of this Atlantean stuff um, had brains? Because you know how they collect things like cat's feet and try to bring them back to life and get them to move and all their weird stuff they do. So that's in Scientific American. This issue true. So let's say they've got brains in glass jars with sensors stuck inside of them, and they're trying to put sensors in us and get their brains in those glass jars to work. Now, another thing... I wouldn't put anything past them, though. That's a good point, because if you ever research singularity... Singularity says that the frequency at which one cell vibrates, if you take another cell and vibrate it at that frequency or resonance, it will know everything the other cell knows. They will become one in a singularity. In other words, if one atom is vibrating at a resonance and you take another atom that's not vibrating at that resonance and you make it vibrate to the other atom's resonance, now they are singular in everything they do. Singularity. Well, now, what they're trying to do, I'm not going to give them that much credit, but I wouldn't put it past them to try. But it's I heard that what they're trying to do with us to, to change our vibration to um, like a, the lower level of vibration, of, like the vibration of death. Right. They say that every human being on this planet has their own frequency. It, even though it might be point, is it number, 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 way down the line. Everybody in this world has their own frequency at which they resonate. If you take and you know that resonant frequency and you duplicate it somewhere, you now have a singularity. Yeah. Yeah, these guys are... Hey, did somebody make a comment about something happened to Pete? No, yeah, yeah he, he got arrested. He got arrested? For what? Yeah, he had, he had a gun without a a, a permit. Uh, he had a, and he let him know, and you know he can get out of all that stuff. He 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 got out of it, I think. What do you mean you yeah, got but, out of it? When was this? That was last night. I got a call. And I came down to help get him out, but he he got arrested because he gets death threats all the time for what he says. You, you know, if you speak about our issues, you're going you get death threats. If you speak about what the government's doing, you're going to get death threats. So that, that's what it's about. He's out. He's doing fine. We're we're doing very good there. I'll be 
they didn't hear tomorrow. I'd done my job. So, but what I, oh, I want to make so it, he I didn't have to. It, he didn't have to sleep overnight or anything. Oh yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't. They, yeah, he had. A, he definitely had a sleepover. So. <laughs> oh, I've had three sleepovers. Well. I, I don't I don't want like he went through, but that's okay. We, well, we how, got that how thing. Did, how did they find out, Ken? How did I find out? No, how did they find out he had a gun without a permit? I don't know. How do they know what we're doing in our houses? When they pull you, when they pull, when you leave, when we leave our houses, if you put a gun down the front of your belt, you think they don't know you got it? No, I think they do. But how did they pretend they found out? Let's put it like that. Well, oh, usually when you get stopped or pulled over, they say, "Do you have a gun?" And Pete, no, let, 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 let me speak here to wife for a minute. He got pulled over because they said he was texting. That gives them an excuse to pull him over. Then they said he's on the, he's got, uh, he's on the terrace watch list. And they said the car was on the same car that they had on the terrace watch that he was driving. Then they asked him if he had a gun, then he goes from there. They, we know how they do it. It's, it's just a way to get into your car so they can try to do it legally. But I, I, I'm pretty. He still ain't finished. He's still got to go to court. But I think he's going to be fine. So. you guys. I just got unmuted, and um, y'all were talking a while ago about the the vibration of one atom and how you can put another by it, and it eventually will become a singular vibration. I was wondering, maybe they be, might be trying to clone people and you know, clone Dolly the sheep and everybody, everything else. They don't yeah. do that. cloning the mm-hmm. Also, I have two more points. One deals with, um, if you go to YouTube, to G-O-B, G-O, okay, how to get my words out, G-E-O, beats, like, beat, 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 you know, like a drum beat. Yeah. Okay, that's at the end. You can see on there about a remote control cockroach. Oh my god. And it explains <laughs> it's a very short video. It explains how it's done, how the um the scientists are basically linking something to its antenna and, and it's how it how it's done. It's and some people even talk read the comments, but some people even talking about um ordering that they ought to order that for their kids so they can oh learn more god. about science. But one of the comments also said, yeah, they're going to learn this, how to use this on human beings so they can control humans. So, so somebody well, I, was thinking, somebody was thinking, I, but it's, it's under remote, you, using a remote control on a cockroach. And it's very short. It's only wow. like about maybe two minutes, three minutes long. And uh, another yeah, thing sure. I wanted to say, please, Mr., um, please, Ken, tell Mr. Santilli, thank you for all he's, he's doing for us. I wanted to say that before I didn't know about the the rest. Okay. I'm keeping him in my prayers and thoughts. This is okay, going to come out of this. I don't know how it's going to all come out, but the waterfalls are fall, falling, believe me. Yeah. I appreciate your comments, but I, I want to speak to something earlier. A lady said that nobody wants to donate money or join. Let me tell you something. When you're building something up, we can't do it without money. We do need no donations. We do need you to join, pay your 
your fees of $20 and get get in with us and help us build this. We do need money because we we've got none. I paid for an attorney the other day before we got him on a conference call so we could ask him questions. I paid that out of my pocket. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying we need everybody else to help out. We do need money if we're going to make this thing be work what we want. This ain't one guy running it. He's got control of everything. It, it, it ain't that way now. The people, And we got board members that have been there for a long time. They are, they've already told us they're going to be retiring. They're getting off. So we we got to bring more board members. We don't just want, a, you know, want to take a magic wand and get this done overnight. This takes time, so we need yes. everybody. And everybody I think they, I think they're putting those wavy lines on someone not to say. Well, they're they're running a lot of COINTEL Pro from other groups. Whether they're doing it on purpose or whether they know it, I don't know. I sometimes I think they have to know what they're doing, but they can keep doing their thing because we're going to do ours, and ours is going to be the right thing. Amen. Okay. I have a question. I was just unmuted. Okay. Melissa, um, I have a question. Uh, what was what was the thing, uh, the item that Dr. Hall was saying from uh, Kelly? Did anyone break that down? Kelly Research Technologies. And are you all going to post uh, some of the things he said, uh, the uh, supplements? And then lastly, uh, what do you do when you fly? I mean, do you wear your, you know, protection, or I mean, like, do you just leave that at home, or? How do you handle that if I'm flying or like what in the world am I gonna do? And I yeah. Well I bring I put the Kelly link on, on the chat line. You can get the Kelly link off the chat line. I even put the devices link. Oh, I'm not in the chat room, but I guess I could try to go in there. I, I've never been in the well, chat room. Well you could go to Google and just type uh-huh. Kelly uh research technologies, I think it is, incorporated uh-huh. and you'll then it's the second uh, one in Google. When I okay. fly, I bring uh, I bring a big giant magnet with me, and the earplugs. That's about all. Um, but magnet. the magnet, the magnet really uh, did change some things. Okay. Yes, when I when uh, I fly, I travel with my magnet and my earthing device. Even though you can't use the earthing device on the plane, whenever you land or whatever right, hotel right. you go to, you can use it. But the magnet I do carry. Uh, with me, a magnet. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I couldn't get the magnet because every time I try to go on that website, they kick me off. These people. So um, I'm really I want like California, and I and which I find city, my best to move out which of here. city? Do you know where Harbor You're Freight is? You're not gonna believe. Yeah, I know where Harbor Freight is. Okay. Well, what? What? You don't have to tell exact city, but what? Metro oh, area. Oh, disaster just happened. San Bernardino, if you can believe it. What? San Bernardino. Okay, well, anyways, Harbor Freight has these. Um, I don't know if it's how much it will do for you, but if you want to get something temporary, um, they're only like twelve ninety nine, I think, the pickup magnet. But they have these smaller magnets. They don't probably do as much. They're only no, like they won't. 30, they only 30-pound pull weight. So they won't do that much. But there's a place in Fullerton, if you look at uh, look it up, they have every kind of magnet you can think of. Um, and then I know Dwight recommends that magnet for less place that so you can yeah, put it away. I, I, I've shopped at them all, and Applied Magnets had the best magnets. You can get the N51s, the N52s. And, and when you look at the N, the N number uh, – 49, 51, 52, 
that means how much earth uh earthing minerals are in that magnet and the density of it so the bigger the higher the end number the better magnet it is which isn't really important you want a magnet between 400 and 500 pound pull force and it's going to cost you anywhere between 60 and 100 dollars and now uh, yeah applied magnets changes weekly so you have to keep checking with that site you want a flat block because you want it to lay on you you don't want a round one you don't want to, uh, well, a round flat one would do, If the and you want the poles on the flat side so that when you lay it on you, you have a pole pointing at you. And uh, you're mainly using this to try to interrupt any electronics that may be embedded in your body, and you're also using it for the magnetic field that it puts off because this interferes with the signals. Right. Like I said, I found it on that website. Like, I can't hear you. Your 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 speaker's not working right. Can't hear you. Can't hear you at all. Hey, Dwight. I got a magnetic. I got a magnetic face mask from a vivo per you maybe research that and see if that's the right kind of magnetic stuff you're supposed to be using uh, well, you know it's, it's my a- opinion that that any mag- uh, magnet is going to put off a closed loop wave around but, it and like it, like hint like henning bitta said closed loop waves scalar is a closed loop wave because once it reaches the interferon points of the two signals, they close, the waves close in uh, vacuum points. Okay, he says that magnetic waves are closed loop waves, and they cause interference. So any any magnet's good, but you got to have a strong one if you really want to beat this. But yeah, I'm just, the north I'm, side I'm just wondering what it is. A vivo per there's an unknown. Hold on. A-V-I-V-O-P-U-R. Hey Dwight, I got a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Um the last few months have been um I'm getting hit really heavy duty around the eyes and the skin. And um, lately, I've been getting the um, retinas or the eyes and been, been burnt pretty bad, enough to where <clears throat> you, you can't see at all, like you're blind. <clears throat> Do you have any um, any suggestions for uh, blocking that? Yeah, yeah, the earthing. The skin well, is, is the most conductive part of your body, your skin. Because you you have sweat and minerals in your skin, your skin is very conductive. Ground yourself. That's the best thing. Okay. Yeah, it may not seem like an immediate cure because it's not. You first got to realize that the technology they're using, uh, such as EPR, they're targeting those free radicals, and it takes time for your body to balance out those free radicals. So. Uh, Michael Michael Fitzhugh Bell has been wearing my earthing device for four months. We met today, and he he was all over me. He said I love it, and he 
for what reason, I don't know, but he wanted more. I gave him another one, and I gave him one of the travel devices. But uh, I told him, hey, you don't need more, uh, just one. Okay, request to speak, please. Right. I've been, yeah, I've got this. Um, I've got it plugged into a um, a um, wall circuit, and then it's it's a twelve volt. I think going to a ten. It's uh, what you what you clip on when you're working on electrical instruments. It's real sensitive. Oh, those those are no good. Those are called static. Those are for static electricity. That's to ground you while you're working on electronic components. I started out with those. When I measured the continuity in them, I said, there's no way. So I yeah, made my own. You you need a solid copper conductor that has <laughs> no resistance. That's actually, that's actually what this is. It's not a, it's not a uh, grounding unit uh, adapter that has the plug in it for, like the, for a quick, for a quick uh, release. It's strictly a copper cable that's coiled. It goes directly to an alligator clip with a copper alligator clip. And the coiled wire goes directly to the ground uh, socket on the uh, outlet. Yeah, but you got to take your multimeter and read from one end to the other. If there's any <laughs> resistance, you're not. Was there any resistance? Point zero 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 one ohm, extremely low. Okay, that's good. You're good then. Yeah. Now, is your receptacle? Did you use the receptacle test checker to make sure that your receptacle is properly grounded? Yeah, go check that as well. Okay, you're good. Wear it religiously. And in four or five months, the more you wear it, the more you'll see that it is doing something for you. You have to wear it religiously, and you'll see that it will eventually build up your body. I mean, the health benefits alone are incredible. I really appreciate it, sir. Yeah, I'm doing that, but I, I work a lot, so it's only in the evenings. But um, I can't do it in the, in, on the, unless I have something mobile. Is there such a mobile thing you can carry with you now? Yes, I have a mobile device also called the Zeus uh, Defense. It plugs into your cigarette lighter for if you drive. Uh, oh, great. It uses, it uses the alternator. All you got to do is go to Walmart, go to the automotive section, get you a power adapter for a cigarette lighter, uh, the negative, the negative side will be the springs on the sides. Find that wire, the uh, butt splice, or, or solder you another wire onto it, and strip eight inches of that end, and wrap it up in tin foil, fold it up, stick it in your waistband, plug it into your cigarette lighter. It will throw the harmonics from the electrical alternator and the fan and any other thing you're running in your vehicle all the harmonics will be fed through this negative side and it will trash them from seeing you. I've heard this. Every time I use it, they say, we can't see him anymore. I've recorded this in audio forensics. All of my defenses are based on reaction. What about Anything, on the job site? On the job site, you can carry your earthing device if you sit at a desk and say, hey, I'm just earthing. Google it. Everybody earths now. Okay. I'll you know, do that. I really, really appreciate that. I really appreciate that information because they're having a heyday on me, you know, so I, I now, really appreciate it. Yeah, Very now, helpful. I, I, I sent you, I sent I, you an email. I, I can't wait to get your book. I mean, you know, if you need any donations or anything, just uh, answer my email. Um, Eduardo, Eduardo sent me a um, an email with all your, your info. I, I didn't wait to get the response, but... Uh, 
I'll send you another one. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've got to get back to our Eduardo too. Uh, I haven't been on my computer lately, but uh, again, for the earthing device to hey, use can it, I work, su- make make sure you use green wire. Can I suggest? Otherwise you, already- otherwise, you have to have it fully labeled, saying that it is a grounding device only. Okay, there is a ballistic military goggle old issue that works. Uh, the earthing, this for me is is radio frequency and it's acoustic. I'm not sure. I don't know. Could maybe the earthing will work for that too. But the pressure and the acoustic resonance that I'm feeling in my brain being rattled around inside my skull bone and also beating up on my eyeballs. I purchased like six already six different kinds of goggles for laser this that and finally I found something that works. There are like six of them right now on eBay. They're old issues. Some people clear out old um, military compounds and they sell things piecemeal or turn them into scrap metal or whatever they turn them into. Okay, it's called U.S. Military Ballistic Lens Sun, Wind, and Dust Safety Goggles. Some of them have two lens, which will be for some laser frequency bands i don't think that's what's doing it they do look like magoo so you will look like magoo or one of those flying pilots with the open air cockpit that they have cartoons about with the uh, scarf around their neck so i wear mine only at night when i'm stationary but what is important about this particular goggle the reason it works instead of the other five that i spent over two or three hundred dollars on and combined all together not one at a time, is that it has foam all the way around and makes tight, tight uh, contact with your skin, and that's what you need to look for. Um, what is it again? It's called what? U.S. military what? Wind and... The first one listed right here, the seller, what's the seller name? Un- Unicorn 9090. He has like 9.9% rating, 2,470 items he sold, and it's U.S. and it, he's selling it for fifteen eighty-five free shipping. So there you go. I paid as high as almost thirty dollars for mine, including shipping. Um, U.S. military ballistic, and I think that's the key word. Ballistic lens is how he has it listed. Sun, wind, and dust safety goggles. New. So that one's new. The second one listed here is fifteen ninety five, so it's ten cents more. This guy is third job, number three, and R D J O B is his uh, name on eBay. And thank you very much. I'll, I'll get them. I'll, I'll get them right now. I just can't. You know, I can't see. I got somebody doing this for me, so they're going to look it up right now and, and um, get it. All right. I've been born. I did pretty good recently, so. Uh, same things happening to I really me. appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, I really appreciate it, Dwight. And like I said, I'm going to send you an email. And I know okay. you're busy, dude. I know you're busy. And Ken hey, put, and all you put, guys, really appreciate everything. Hey, I'm just down on, I'm just getting hit right put, now. <laughs> yeah, back put on it urgent, yeah, put urgent in the subject so that I'll know to get to that email first. Put, put yeah. some dollar signs there, too. Uh, say, I want you to get money. <laughs> I, will, I know, Dwight. I, 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 yeah, I know, Dwight. I'll, 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 I'll send you some money for your book. Just, just you know, whatever. I'll, 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 I'll Melinda, take care of you. Melinda, I've been waiting all night for that joke. 
That's funny. Hey, we really appreciate it, and it was really good to hear uh, Dr. Hall, too. He's like, it's really good to hear somebody that's on point in that area, you know, and he's doing a movie. It's just great. It's just great. Really great. Really appreciate you guys doing what you're doing. Well, now, let me let me tell you something. When I took my defense system and I went to get my medical evaluation from Dr. Ferrier and I explained to him what I was doing, he was he was flabbergasted. He said, that is it. That is it. He said, why do you sit in an environment that has a signal that is attacking your body and your free radicals in your body without grounding yourself? How do you do it? Well, you suck when you do it. <laughs> no, you, yeah, well, we're all ignorant. We're all ignorant to this technology, and we're learning as we go. But any signal, I don't care what kind of signal it is, scalar, uh, long wave, short wave, whatever. What do you do if you want to get out of this signal? Ground yourself. Don't allow the signal to be inducted on your body. Let it go to ground. Amen. What do you think of Dwight? Uh, do you sell your grounding uh, apparatus? Uh, or And what do you think of the earthing kit? Uh, because I haven't been able to build what you were talking about. I've got to admit <laughs> that I started out selling the earthing device at cost, but it ended up costing me, and I eventually ran out of funds to donate into this and decided that since I'm losing money, I, I can't uh, continue. Uh, and I had uh, my medical evaluation, and I sat back waiting, and I felt like I don't need to do anything until this thing comes. And when it comes, and it took so long to get that report, I just got it the 21st of uh, September. And now I've sat so long, I don't know what to do with it. I I'm, I'm got my lawyer. I gave him a, a last comment this week that I need to move, and I need to move now. I can't continue waiting. And he sent me an email back and said to uh, – Send him what I want to do, and we'll do it. So I've sent that to him. Uh, Monday, I'm supposed to get his answer on what he thinks about it and go forward then. But I I decided yesterday I'm going to start making these earthing devices again. Let me figure out how to – what I thought about was going on a GoFundMe project and offer these devices for free and let people fund for them, or or something of that nature. I don't feel com- I don't feel right making a profit off of TIs. Uh, this has been I've been through this before. I went out and helped people at their homes, and I didn't ask for anything. Uh, I, the gas money and the travel came out of my pocket. I did what I could. Some things, you know, I had to charge for, like the parts and all that. And I felt bad about it because they came back, and you know how TIs are. Well, this ain't working. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, it's not going to make you instantaneously be a non-TI. We're stuck in a world where multiple technologies are attacking us. You have to use multiple defenses. You have to use the magnet. You have to use the earthing device. You have to do some blocking at night while you're asleep. Uh, eventually you'll get to the point where you don't need the blocking anymore. But now in my book, I discuss two types of blocking. 
there is room blocking, area blocking, and the, there is what I call close proximity blocking. Close proximity blocking has to do with blocking against your skin to stop any implant that may be harvesting power through ambient frequencies in the air to starve them out. And I use two or three different uh, aluminum tapes that you can purchase at Lowe's. The metal repair tape is the best one. For for a year, I probably, or two years, I probably wore long johns with that metal repair tape on my outer thighs and my shins and my calf muscles. Uh, I also would put strips across my hand diagonally from thumb, base of thumb, to little finger. If you've ever seen the RFID chips in the x-rays on the hand on the internet, you'll see where they're placed. And I put this tape across my hands to block those because I know I have implants in my hands. Uh, when I took the RFID course from Siemens uh, as a project engineer for BMW, uh, they told me that I had implants in my hands. Uh, when I passed my hands through the antennas, it indicated that there were implants there. I asked them could they uh, communicate to them and they explained to me that you have to have the PLC program or the logics in order to communicate to an RFID chip so without that program they weren't able to communicate but they could definitely see that there was a implant in both of my hands so close proximity blocking has to do with starving out those implants starving Play. their power source Play. let's yes. go back a second your your program, um, where could you see a copy of that program or get any information on that program itself? And who would send me a, that? Send me an email to dwight.mangum at att.net. Put urgent in the subject. I'll send you the page with the 48 pages from my book that I photocopied with diagrams that show, you know, and explain things. And in the email, I have the three basic concepts of my defense, the theory behind them, and, and why I'm doing this. And it has the links and the explanations. And again, this is an attack on your body's electrical system. You have to do everything that will interfere with the electrical signals, everything that will ground out electrical signals. You have to think of your body as an electrical component that you need to stop certain signals from entering. So this is my theories. Uh, you can get that email, put urgent in the subject. I'll send it to you. Uh, I probably sent out 58 emails uh, a week to people with this information, and I haven't got any bad comp complaints about it. But if you look at the theories behind each defense, you may get an understanding of what I'm trying to convey in this defense. It is all about the electrical system of the human body. Hey, Dwight, uh, I'm on a magnet site right here actually getting ready to make a purchase. I was wondering if I could run a couple things by you real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm on the uh, Applied Magnets uh, Superstore, and the one that I'm looking at right now is um let's see what's the uh this is the yeah, uh, neo 
This is a neodymium magnet that's a four inch by two inch by one uh, strong rare earth block. It's an N42 model number NB079, and it's uh, the cost is 63.25. What's the and full force? The full force is. Um, let's see. You should say 350 think, pound pull force. Right. That's. Uh, I, I just saw that. Where, where, where did it say that? It? That's what it sounds like. Since you said sixty dollars, and I'm so I'm nowhere near my computer, but it sounds yeah. like you're talking about a three hundred and fifty pound pull force magnet. Right. That's what it says. It says approximate approximate pull force of three hundred and fifty pounds. That would be the. Now I don't recommend that. I recommend four hundred to five hundred, but three fifty would probably do something for you. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't go below. So? I would. I would not go below three fifty. Okay, well, that's kind of in my. Uh, that's kind of in my price range at, for my budget at this time. So I might go ahead and. Uh, well, I might go ahead and get this. Wait, you can go ahead and purchase one, or you can wait and keep checking the site. I was lucky enough to find a four hundred and ninety pound pull force N uh, fifty magnet for about. Uh, let's see, I paid seventy eight dollars for it. The prices change, fluctuate, because uh, rare earth minerals are getting scarce. These prices are liable to keep uh, going up, but the prices change weekly, and the products change weekly on that site. So, And you want to go, if you look at the site, when you get to the homepage, on the left is a um, directory. You want to click on... Uh, Rare Earth Neodymium Block Magnets. Oh, what's, that? You, what's the name of the site? It is Applied Magnets. If you Thank Google you. Applied Magnets, look for the one that has the link, uh, Magnets for Less. If you Google Magnets for Less, it's going to take you to a, a search site. So it's kind of crazy. you got to put Applied Magnets in Google and then look for the one that says Magnets for Less. Otherwise, it's going to take you to a search site. It's crazy. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to look around for a little bit uh, longer before I make this purchase, and so maybe I can maybe I can upgrade to a 400 pounder. So I appreciate yeah, I, uh, yeah I appreciate yeah, when, the uh, information. Yeah, when somebody told me to go there, I went there and I didn't find one I, I liked, so I waited a week, and then suddenly it popped up, uh, and it was. Uh, uh, Today, if you go there and you look for a 490-pound pull force magnet, it's probably going to cost you right at 90 to to $100. You're under block and cube, or which, which category are you under? Yeah, block. Block, now, cube, can, and you, bar. You, you can do the round, but it has to be flat round. Wait, Keith, so I, which one were you under? Which category? Uh, let's see. I'm under... Um, I just they they just knocked me off I guess for uh, lack of activity. Let me see. It says uh, okay yeah okay here I am I'm under the uh, neodymium block cube and bar magnets. That's okay, it. I'm, I'm there. Then what? Okay. Uh, just then, go, go to the bottom of the page and and then work your way up because the strongest are at the bottom. Okay, but. What I'm noticing is the prices are extremely low. They're not even anywhere near about the prices we're talking about. 
go to the bottom of the page, scroll down to the bottom, and then search upward. Oh, okay, the cheap, okay. The cheap, weak you. ones are at the top. The stronger ones are at the bottom. Okay, so, so you're, all, Keith, you're talking about the industrial magnet lifter. Through, oh, wait. No, no, that's, no, that's an electromagnet. That's an electromagnet. Okay, New York, go, go, go above those, and you'll start seeing the block or bar magnets. Mine was six inches long by four inches wide by two inches thick. It fit perfect in a, in a heavy-duty sports sock. Uh, you want to put a heavy-duty sock on it and then take the toe and drop it around again to make a heavy cotton wall around it. This will keep it from attaching the stuff that you don't want it to attach to. It will, <laughs> it will help you remove stuff that uh, get attracted by it. And it also provides comfort while you're moving it around your body, sleeping with it. Oh, I see one for $77 that's a uh, pull force over 375 pounds. Uh, that's not bad. Yeah, they got, yeah, and the next one after that, it jumps all the way up to 580 pounds. It's not a bad price, though. It's 90 uh, for $99. That's what I got. Uh, I, need, I need to buy me a new one, and, and that's probably where I'll go, a little bit higher. But you've got to be careful. You only want to buy one. Two of them can be very dangerous. And you want to take that thing and open it in the center of your bed with no cell phone, no electronics around. You want to put it in the center of your bed, put it in the sock, leave it in the center of your bed. Because if you get that around a computer hard drive, it will wipe it completely out. If you get that around uh, your cell phone, it may wipe your memory out. If you get it around your TV, it may destroy your TV. Uh, the, the reason I say center of your bed, because this magnet's going to put off a gauze or a field of probably three foot either end, say a six foot diameter magnetic field. And that's what you'll be laying in while you sleep. And you'll move it around your body wherever you feel a muscle spasm, an electrical shock. You women with uh, sexual attacks, put it between your crutch. It will end the attacks. I'm on the site. Uh, uh, I'm on the site. Uh, where did you say go? I got on. Uh, I didn't understand your question. Uh, I'm on the site. I'm on uh, magnets. Like magnets or magnets for what? Okay, go to the, go to the left and you'll see a uh, uh, explorer diagram. Click on block the first one under neodymium magnets. Block magnets. Excuse me, uh, uh, could I? Um, excuse me to uh, interrupt, but uh, is uh, Doctor Hall still there? No, he's gone for the night. Oh, I see. Uh, he mentioned something uh, that uh, there are uh, there are more research done on this subject, and I just wonder if any of you know the citation, like uh, which journal article, who wrote it. I'm not sure about what he said there, or, 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 or I don't know if anybody can answer that question. I can't. Yeah. Well, I have to ask the call was recorded, and you could go back and listen to it if you wanted to know what he said. 
Well, yeah, Stephen mentioned that um, well, there are more research done on this subject, so they were were almost you... uh, yeah. Uh, it has to be a long tunnel, but we'll almost uh, be out or something like that. But he didn't really specify like uh, which journal, which author. Then we would not uh, hear. Yeah, those kind of things. So. Yeah, maybe you could read his book. I think he talks a lot about what you can do there. You know, I, I just want to jump in here real quick about this 580-pound full force. I think that's going to be extremely dangerous. Uh, it may be. It may be. I don't recommend but for, yeah, from 400 I, I to was, 500. I think, right. I mean, that, in other words, see, you're talking about weightlifting. I mean, that that's Olympic, that's Olympic weightlifting measurements that you're talking about there. And if you oh, got no, that's clean, death. That's not weightlifting. That's death. Can you lift yeah. 400, uh, 590 pounds? That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Dwight. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's I got uh, one. It, it would, it that's I why, one. That is why I advise you to get it when it's delivered, carry it to the center of your bed, unpack it, only get one so that the two can't magnetize toward each other because if you have two within four foot of each other that strong... They're going to jump together and shatter and cut you to pieces. You only want one. You put it in the center of your bed. You pad it with the cotton sock, and you keep it in the center of your bed. You never remove it from the center of your bed. You sleep with it. You, you're protected by it. It sits by you. You move it around your body wherever you're having the sexual attacks. You can put it anywhere on your body. I sleep with it behind my neck, behind around my head, around my uh, back, my my oh, upper what, shoulders. What if you've it got what if, what if you've got metal springs in your in your uh, like a box springs? It doesn't matter. It, it's not going to pull down that hard. It's, it's not going to okay. do it. Okay. I, I've got box spring mattresses, and and again, I couldn't sleep on a box spring mattress till I discovered oh, Reflectix. Uh, Reflectix you can buy at Lowe's. It's a double mylar bubble wrap. Uh, once I put that under my uh, bed sheets. I was able to return to a bed, but now I don't use anything. After earthing and, and balancing out my free radicals and using the magnet to eliminate any uh, pains or ripples or muscle spasms or anything I had in my body, after doing all that, I do not block anymore. I do not do anything but earth. I don't need yeah, to block anymore. I, and I, and I sleep. I can sleep comfortably in my bed now. The sp uh, metal springs don't bother me. All that was eliminated by reducing the free radicals in my body, making me not susceptible oh, to magnetic induction. Oh, by the way, Harbor Freight has the um, it has those uh, tarps, those mechanics tarps that you could use for blocking. Dwight. Yeah. Please. That's enough of him. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Uh, thank you for sending me information a couple of weeks ago. I've been working on an earthing device. Now, what I got, though, and it, I, I got it working, but uh, I got green. It, you mean green-coated wire? <laughs> and I need to yeah. know this. I got I got 14-gauge wire, but it's pretty it's pretty stiff. So was I supposed to get the multi-strand? Yes, you were. You were supposed to get the okay. the GPT. 
At Lowe's, they sell a little blister pack of 20 foot of GPT, which is a automotive wire. It is similar to panel wire. It is very flexible. It doesn't bother you. It does, if you've got a stiff wire, that's going to be hard to work with because now yeah. you've got to try to try to be comfortable with it, and it's impossible. You need a panel wire, an MTW, or a automotive wire, a GPT. Uh, you can go to the automotive stores. You can buy rolls of automotive wire, but the che- I put the cheapest. The cheapest is go to Lowe's. It's five dollars for a twenty-foot roll and a blister pack of GPT automotive. Uh, wire that is very limber and very flexible. You will never, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've got up from my computer or got up out of the bed to go do something else and forgot that I was even wearing it. Uh, and okay. that is why that is why I recommend plugging it into a short drop cord so that when you get up and walk off wearing it, you don't jerk it out of the uh, receptacle at a bad angle. Uh, okay. That was the second question, and I I had that the other day. But drop when you say drop cord, you're talking about an extension cord, is that right? I'm very non-technical. Oh yes, you can go okay. to Walmart to the building area. You can buy uh, five-inch extension cords that are made for uh, duplex receptacles that you plug in. In case you have too many transformers and you block another receptacle you can buy the at walmart you can get a pack of uh three or five and let's see i've got one right here uh let me find it uh yeah it's uh let me get a tape measure and these are good because they have a diode in them too to let you know that they're plugged in they're approximately eight and a half inches long uh they they uh they are made so that you can double up your transformers on a multi duplex receptacle uh, or, or um, surge suppressor. Okay. You're getting complicated. <laughs> I'm so no, no, just go to Walmart, go to the building okay. section, the electrical section, and look okay. for a little pack of little bitty short uh, extension cords. Okay. Like okay. I said, they're eight inches long. Uh-huh. Okay. Terrific. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And again, at Walmart, you can find the uh, continuity tester and the receptacle tester at extremely low prices. The receptacle okay. tester was about $5. The continuity tester was about $5. So have at it. Okay, well, you know, the only trouble I really had problems with was getting those stupid prongs out. And I finally went back twice to this electrical store we have, and I asked him to defang it for me. And finally, we got those out of one of theirs. But I went. We don't have a Lowe's in this area. We have have a Home Depot. So I went to Home Depot and got the orange plugs. And I couldn't. All all the screwdriver did was just keep going around, around, around. There was no way to get those out either. So I finally got the one from the local store out. But that's the hardest part, isn't it? Getting those things out. Well, uh, two things yeah. be hard. Yeah, the yellow ones that low sell, you have to turn them, open them up, turn them over, put them on a piece of wood and hammer them out because, again, this is plastic mold injection. They probably injected the mold around the metal part. Uh, but the orange ones you can pull out by with just a pair of pliers. They're easily pulled out for the orange plug. Now, 
if you go to a local electrical contracting uh, store or lighting store, make sure you ask for panel wire or MTW, which is a panel wire, uh, and and make sure tell them to let you see it and see if it's limber enough because uh, okay. panel wire is very limber. But Any okay. other wire, if you bend the wire and it stays in its bent shape, then that's the wrong wire. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm using right now so far, but I'm not getting very far with it. Right, so the the multi strand is okay as long as it's considered. It's still considered 14 gauge. Is that what? Yes, uh, 14 average wire gauge. You can use uh, up to 16 average wire gauge, or you can use 12 average wire gauge. 14 okay. is more in the uh, range of comfortable. Uh, uh, then, uh, again, you're talking about the diameter of the conductor. Uh, yeah. But you, you want to make sure it's panel wire. Uh, panel wire is very limber. It's very fine tines uh, of copper, multi-tined. Multi uh, the only hard part about it is when you strip that 80 inches, you're liable to clip a few tines, just wrap them around yeah. the other tines. But... Uh, you get your eight inches out, you want to twist those tines up as tightly as possible. You want to solder them if you can. If not, just twist them up as tight as you can and then wrap them in the tinfoil to keep them together and, and you shouldn't have a problem. Good deal. Thank you much. God bless. All right. Hey, Dwight, what is your email address again? It is Dwight, D-W-I-G-H-T dot M-A-N-G-U-M at A-T-T dot net. Thank you. Uh, you know, Dwight, this is Melinda. I made uh, that video of how to make the earthing device. I put it on Facebook, but uh, Facebook lost it. Oh, and Melinda, Melinda yeah, who? Not, and it's on another computer that uh, my my uh, perps ruined, so I can't get it <laughs> off my computer. I could make another one, you know, make a, a another Mel video because it's so easy. Um, but it sounds complicated when you don't know the parts, you know what I mean? But stripping right. is my nemesis. Mm? Right. Well, uh, I'd like to explain to everybody why I haven't put that video on, on YouTube yet or anything. They attacked my video program. I bought a very good video program called Camtasia Studio. They attacked it, and I could not use it for eight months. I just got it fixed. Mm. Three days ago, and I even went to the company and said, "You got to help me." They're, they're somehow destroyed my program. Uh, it ended up some some hacker stuck something in my registry to keep it from working. Uh, my video program and my IP over over uh, my phone over IP programs, none of those work anymore. Uh, Google Voice, I had J JS Phone. I had several of the IP, the uh, phone over IP, and, and they destroyed, they put something in my registry to destroy those from working. They did the same with my video program. I just got it repaired. Did they do it, did, did they do it hands-on, or did they do it because they, they're, uh, they've hacked your computer? Do you know how they got to your program? Oh, they, do you know they how? My, yeah, they hacked my computer. I, I have to run they off it. daily. Yes, I had AT&T. <laughs> here probably eight times one time they found a hard device on the line 
one mile up the road from my house where the junction box is. Uh, they would wow. not tell me what that hard device was. The next time they said that my wire, my uh, paired cable was corrupted and they switched the pairs. The, and, and I just had them here about a month ago and they found a loose connection on the junction box uh, up the road. And I don't know. It's one thing after another. Every four months I have to call AT&T and every time they came, they found something up the road, not at my house. It's been all their fault every time, but but they will not share that information with me. Yeah, well, they come in here. I have to take my laptops with me everywhere I go, and it's a pain in the neck. But if I leave them here, I'm afraid they're going to download stuff and, and corrupt them, which they've done. So it's, it's well, you part can, of the you, harassment. You, yeah, you can take your... Uh, uh, turn your laptop over, and there's probably a button to remove the hard drive, and you can take that with you. And if you don't want to take your whole computer, oh yeah, I just no, I just plop them in the bag. I'm used to it, and I have a little cart that I, I you know, carry I, them. I hear you. I am too. I do the same thing. You know, I just have it now. It doesn't bother me anymore. But uh, I did want, to, if we're through with the grounding, I did want to say I do have a couple of political things. I wanted to mention to Dr. Hall, but I didn't get unmuted, but I'll say them real quickly. I think they're important. Rand Paul has um, really been kind of on the side of the, we have uh, we have to look at surveillance, we have too much of it. He also wants, uh, has submitted a bill to audit the Fed, which if you've done any reading, if the Fed is audited, uh, everybody will be paid $600,000 in this country. That's the amount of taxes they owe. That is that is happening. Uh, they are auditing. The, the, the bill's going Are they forward. going to do that? It, that could be monumental. The bill is but, going forward next month. Well, that we have to watch that. Now, I did receive two emails from KAS CAS. I don't know who that is, but these are important. Government privacy watchdog set to lose power to examine covert action. Now, this is going to be included in that bill. You know how with all the bills, they just throw all this stuff in, all their, their pork or whatever you want to call it. So the government privacy privacy watchdog set to lose power to examine covert action. And then this is another one I got from him a day later, or her, Last-minute budget bill allows new privacy-invading surveillance in the name of cybersecurity. So we have those two things going. So there are certain people in Congress and, you know, probably a, a committee or a cabal or something that wants to make sure that the watchdog is put down and that there's more stuff that's going to come on to us. And a person, uh, Troy Gowdy, who's a Republican, uh, laid it on DHS, asking questions, very, very tough questions. So it looks like the Republicans for now um, are doing some work, which is really interesting. Rand Paul and, and Troy Gowdy and Wyden, uh, Senator Wyden, who seemed to be on yeah, our side, has not answered uh, James Lyko at all and, and not really supported yeah, his claims. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I always mess up his name. I'm so intrigued with his new nose job. But anyway, Craig, so Craig Gowdy um, from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's good. He's very firm. Uh, I'm sorry he let up on that the Benghazi thing. I don't know why he quit that committee. But 
Anyway, um, also one other thing from Brian too I got, which is really good, is he? Uh, it's called Mind Control Victims Control. Your CIA DOD Mind Control Handlers are not far away from you. Well, that's kind of spooky. This whole building is taken over by perps, and um, I I think I know who they are, but can't say anything, and I wouldn't say anything. Um, but they do clone your brain. There's some guy who has cloned you and your brain, and they feed thoughts back and forth. This is a really good um, uh, email, and he explains it very well. So uh, if you can get a hold of it, please do. And um, it's from Brian, too. Okay, let me see what else. Oh, oh. I think one way we could get to the Congress people is to list the people who have been murdered, the Congress people, starting from Hale Boggs in 1981. He died in that strange plane crash. There are about 15 of them. Wellstone, Ron Brown, who have been murdered. And sometimes death can get those people to act. Um, the fear of death. There's been quite a few who have been... Uh, corrupted uh, Senator Bryson. They gave him ep epilepsy, and so he retired. But, you know, these people are not immune. They may think they are, but they are not. So I, I was wondering if we took a day and we all post our pictures and put, I am a T.I. and the government will do nothing to protect me. And we all posted this to Facebook at one time and one day. wonder what that would do. Well, I agree with mass stuff like that with pictures, like the AIDS quilt. That quilt gets more attention. They have the name and a picture. And when you do those things with a ton of pictures of real people, I think it gets people's attention. I think you're right. Well, I think we need some type of mass exposure. And what would be better than everybody fessing up and saying, I am a T.I. and the government will do nothing to protect me? I think that'd be great. And we could do numbers instead of our names. In other words, that, not like great. prisoners. That would work. You don't want to put your name. People don't want to use their names, which is understandable. I use mine because I think it helps me to use mine. But other people what? don't. So we each have a number, and then if anyone wants to check anything out, you just the number you can get the names by contacting a email or something. Yeah, I thought that would be great. I thought that would be great for FFCH S to be transparent is to have a page with their donations on it. If the people don't want their names on there, just issue them a number so that they can see that their donation yeah. went to something. membership number. The membership should have numbers. So member number 4827. We yes. did you know what I mean? So there, is, so there is a verification. If you we don't did want that with the new membership cards. We did that. Good, good. That's great. What you're saying about the quilts and stuff, yeah. But, um, well, Duncan was talking about maybe some um, high-tech skywriting or uh, it would only cost us uh, a couple hundred bucks. Well, probably, uh, no, I don't know, set up a booth at one of the main fairs. I mean, but things like that where we have information and maybe our quilt behind us or something. <laughs> We've got to get well, together on some one page here. Yeah, skywriting isn't permanent, though. If we do any exposure, it needs to be something that is permanent. 
that people can yeah, read. Yeah, that goes away universe. in about 30 minutes or 20 minutes or 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Hey, We're not hey, a chemtrail, hey, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, then fly in the banner or something like that. But okay. uh, the right. new membership cards just have your member number on it. So they look, um, yeah. they look really good. Yeah. The, uh, Hijack the ambu- Amber Alert sign and write something <laughs> on it. I like it, Troy. I like it. Hey, the sky writing, how would you see through the chemtrails? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> wow, well, that was shocking. Well, some kind can of you imagine being able to write if somebody could pack into that and be able to write whatever they want anytime they want, just like they do to us? And just all day long, just write comments. It would be hilarious. Well, I, I went out with a friend today who popped into town from Monterey, and he's over 70. And I mentioned the chemtrails, and he did not know what they were. Bill? It did not know what GMO was. I mean, you know, people are not alert. They're not aware. That's not your and friend Bill, is shocked. it? Huh? That's not your friend Bill, is it? No, it's not Bill. It's Terry. Bill has disappeared. The actor Bill, uh, who knows Randy Quaid, my friend, has disappeared. Sorry, just a Melinda that has a call at night on Sunday. Uh, Oh no, no. Okay, okay. I just want. This is Melinda, not Linda. Open. Okay, thank you. Hey Shelly, did you announce the nightly call tonight? Actually, I just this is Linda. I just do a late night call tonight. If anybody wants to be there. Okay, I'm going to do mine also, so you'll okay. have two choices. Great. Hot At air one, balloon. Hot air balloon. Uh, one, three, two, three, four, nine. What is your number, Linda? I got to look it up. See <laughs> how professional I am. Uh, I think it's one three one three nine three three eight one. But let me just grab it real fast. Okay. Oh yeah, three eight one. That yeah, okay, that's Shelley's. Yeah, it's one three nine three eight one. If anybody wants a late night call, come on over. In fact, I'll go open it up pretty soon. Oh, oh or to, Bella. Or to Corey. Bella is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night is Bella, and it's one three eight two zero zero. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just talking about tonight. Yeah, but she asked about Sunday night. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Well, tonight, my okay. I'll just say it one more we time. We heard you, Corey. We heard you. Thank you. Yeah, and Corey was also uh, in the chat room for if you want the number. I'm uh, just giving the number one more time. One three two three four nine. Or one three eight. <laughs> Okay. Well, this is what I'm not going to do. So we're not going to do that. You know, I don't know how we're going to do that. So it's it gets goofy. It's not a good. I guess you know, enter um, at your own risk. You know, so um, at least there are two calls available. But it shouldn't be a contest. I'm so. just kidding you. I'm not trying. I'm. I, I, if any, I don't even know if anybody wants to come to a late night call for, with me. Tell it. <laughs> they do. They always do it. They always have me. Good All right. All right, you guys. So thank you for that. Thank you, Corey and Linda. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, to, uh, if the lady wants to know, you know, Bella's call Sunday, and Karen has a call on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, her number is one three two. Wait, one three two 
two. I just got a blank, you guys. I know it by heart. One three zero one three zero two eight eight two eight eight. Thank you. <laughs> Is that Lonnie? Yes, ma'am. Hi. Hi there, Lonnie. I just want to thank you for being as being as unmechanical as I am. I so appreciate your your questions. Like, I might as well admit it. Yeah, I mean. I'm not stupid. I know that, but I have no idea what all these little wires are. Oh, so, I know. <laughs> we'll get it. Hey, yeah, hey, I would like I would like to say I appreciate everybody working together and on your calls. Make make sure you're friendly and and open and. Uh, <laughs> You know a perp when you see one. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, I'd like to thank everybody. Uh, hey Dwight, can for, I say can I say that I just want to say one thing that I think your GoFundMe idea is a great idea. Because I, I that may way, do that. Yeah, do that's a that. good idea. Then then we can pin you down. <laughs> and, yeah, and that that would give everybody that uh, can't afford protection. Yeah. We yeah. we want you know my 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 thoughts are. Nobody should be making money off of a TI. Right. N- nobody should be making money off of right. them unless they give yeah. them their due worth for that dollar. Now, that that is one of the reasons why I stopped making the earthing devices is because there were some complaints. Everybody really? thought this was going to be an instantaneous fix. It is not. It is not an instantaneous fix. Like Dr. Robert Duncan said, this is a multi-technology attack, and you have to use multiple defense systems. My defense system is a three-pronged defense. It includes interference, blocking, shielding, close proximity shielding. It includes uh, earthing, earthing, interference, and blocking. You've got to use all three of these in conjunction to really get the effects uh, of the process of making your body uh, free, uh, get your free radicals balanced and to make your body uh, get rid of these attacks. Uh, The magnetic is an interference device. You're using the magnetic field to stop the signaling to these devices. The blocking is something you need at night because you're stationary and you're laying in your bed, and you're a target. Uh, That is the time that you need to protect yourself the most. Uh, The the, the magnetic, again, is a a shielding device. It's not as much uh, a health device. It's a shielding device. You're shielding yourself. You're trying to interfere with these signals coming at you, and the magnetic shield is for that. And... And to try to destroy anything that may be electronic that is stuck under your skin, uh, you've got to do all three of these things to 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 eventually get your body at a point to where you don't have as many free radicals. Because the free radicals is the potential that is in your body now. It is your potential for magnetic induction. Because, again, when you have free radicals, these tiny atoms are like tiny magnets. Once they lose an electron, they become polarized. So you've got to balance your body out. It's not an instantaneous fix. It's one that you will notice happening along the line. These people that say, hey, I tried the earthing and it helped, will you keep doing it and it will help? more and more. The more you do it, the more it'll help. So uh, I'm going to 
uh, tell everybody to think of this as an electronic attack on your body's electrical system and what you can do to interfere with electronic attacks. And you have to take these things to heart. And they're simple things, and they're not that expensive. The defense system that I have is not that expensive. You're talking less than $100 for the magnet. You're talking 12 to $15 for the earthing device. And the shielding, uh, let's see, a roll of that metal repair tape is around $12 because it is aluminum. You're paying for the metal. Uh, again, I'm trying to finish my book up. I want to get it out so everybody can read it and try to understand the theories behind these defenses. So, And they're simple defenses. They're simple defenses. But I've got to go for the night, and, and I hope to be oh, back on wait, another wait, call. Wait. Yeah. Oh, am I? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, you got me. Okay, good. Elaine, take this again. Look, I, I, I think you can go ahead and list my opinion. I say my own my opinion too. Since you've given this advice and you know these things have worked, you've proven they worked. You know, you tried them out. Um, you can. You give. You're going to write this all in a book. I mean, you can be compensated for that. Even hey, not saying you uh, have to make a profit, but I'm just saying you you still could at least you say how much it costs. It's like me, I can't even afford cable. I don't even have cable. Hey, that's another that's but another I, point. That's another point I, I want to make. I will contribute it, something. Yeah, in my book, I have been saving a lot of posts by TIs, and I need to go back and ask the TIs if they want to be a part of this book. Uh, I've, I've probably got one hard drive with nothing but Tia's uh, post on the on Facebook talking about how their lives have been ruined and all that. And if anybody wants to be published in this book as as in a story or as in a a witness to this terrible atrocity that's happening to us, shoot me an email. I'll put you in there. And and that is one thing that helped me out a lot. When Michael Bell, Fitzhugh Bell, put me in his book, The Invisible Crime, when he, you know, when he did that, that was one of the best things that could have happened to me. It helped me a lot with psychiatrists. It helped me to get to the point I am today. And if you want to be written about or published in this book and you have a good story, uh, shoot that to me an email, and and I I won't put anybody out. Yeah, I, I want to thank you, Dwight, for the information on the magnetization. I did go ahead and purchase one of those tonight. It was less than a hundred dollars, including shipping. I went ahead and got the three seventy five uh, pull force. Uh, so um, I'll check that, that out. That should help you. That should help you. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, I appreciate that. And I'm going to check on that reflective. You say reflective? Ed. Re- reflect uh, ticks. You can get it at Lowe's. Oh, reflective. Okay. Reflect ticks. T-I-V-E-S. Okay. T-I-V-E-S. Reflect ticks. It's insulation. Yes, insulation.